0: Welcome to episode 9 of SEN Afterlife. I am your host for the day, Kaylin, and today I am joined by Josh the Merc. How are you doing, Josh?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty good. So this is New Year's week. So we began the week in 2019 and we have ended the week in 2020. And uh, this is the week that we're going to be talking about in terms of everything that happened on SEN. Um, don't worry, Jay Wade will be back next week. He's just a little under the weather, so um he's definitely gonna be back. Um how was your new year's?
1: Uh I had a couple of uh, hard ciders and uh just did some editing on my on my bed. Yeah, that was about it.
0: Oh, well, that was more eventful than my evening. I don't <laughs> I there was no alcohol. Um I'm not sure I made it to ten PM.
1: That that's how like over the last few years, that's how it had been. Uh, I've rarely made it to midnight, but lately I I stay up way later now, so I had no issue with it.
0: Well, Darren has been suffering from the flu, so Oof. he was drugged on NyQuil and out like a light. I'm sure the baby was out like a light. So uh I know I didn't see midnight. I'm pretty sure I saw like 1 a.m. because the baby was then awake. Yeah. Or, you know, that might have been the night I set myself an alarm for 2am. I can't remember what night it was, but there was one night I set an alarm for 2am so I could check Darren's temperature. <laughs> and he's like, uh, oh, you're, you know, you take such good care of me. I'm like, yes, I know, cause I set an alarm for 2am. Oh, <sighs> it's fun times. Oh yeah. Yeah, great. I uh, hope, well luckily he's over it and they gave, they gave me Tamiflu. Um, okay. when, when I took him to the doctor, I was like, um, excuse me. I'm the one taking care of him. Can I have some drugs, please? Yeah. So, I, I use
1: the, uh, the powdered TheraFlu. It's almost like a tea. It's, yeah. I, I really dig it. It works really well. I really like it.
0: Yeah. Well, this is hopefully to prevent me from getting the flu from ah, okay. him. Yeah, And we've just been keeping, we kept him away from the baby while he had fever and I've yeah. lysoled everything and washed everything. And I'm just like, ah, oh, she cannot get the flu. So, knock on wood, she hasn't just, gotten it yet.
1: Just wait till she goes to preschool.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure she'll get everything and anything.
1: It's terrible. My kid's been was sick for the first three months.
0: That's what she, I hear.
1: She just got over sickness, but that's because she's been on Christmas break.
0: Yeah, I, I I hear that it's really awful because, well, and actually, I experienced that a little bit too. Even though I teach adults just yeah. going from being, you know, mostly at home and not around a lot of people and then all of a sudden you're crammed in a classroom with a ton of people, you know, I I always get sick at the beginning of a semester. It never That's, fails. That'll
1: definitely do it. I yeah. last year I went to New York Comic Con. Uh, I should say 2018 cuz technically last year was 2019. Uh 2018 I went to New York Comic Con and I got sick on the last day, I got the the con flu. Yeah. This, this past year when I went, I decided I was going to take those airborne chewy supplement things. I don't know if you know what yeah. those are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did not get sick.
0: Oh, awesome. that's you know, good. In, to new, know. You
1: know, in New York City, a lot of people, all this other, all, the, all this other stuff. Yeah. Did not get sick. So I highly recommend that. If, if, uh, if you're ever going to be in like a big area or something like that, try those airborne things there. And they, they, they taste pretty good.
0: You know, when when I feel like I might be coming down with something, but I'm not sure, I usually do those emergency powder yeah, things, yeah, yeah. and yeah. So those have saved me a couple times. And also, someone recommended to me uh for the baby, and I actually did this, is to rub Neosporin inside her nose, just to sort of help as a preventative, since she yeah. wasn't sick. And so, that might be something that, you know... Is good. It K- helps proud. keep
1: things clear too. So
0: yeah, yeah. So it, it could kill some stuff before it ever even makes it into your system. But yeah, I think everyone has something right now. That time of year. yeah. I yes. just got
1: over some bronchitis. So I, I get uh, it. So
0: yeah, I forgot to even tell my mom happy new year's. Uh, she texted <laughs> me at like 4 p.m. was like, happy new year's by the way. And I'm like, oh shit, because I was taking care of Darren.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> I was a little busy, ma.
0: Yeah, so we did not get a Wednesday show, but we did get a Monday and Tuesday show, and a very long Tuesday show. Yeah, I noticed that. It was
1: like over three hours. I was like, holy shit.
0: Because people were just asking all sorts of questions and everything, and then we did get a Thursday and Friday show, which we will get into all of that, but of course also on Thursday – is schmoo down backstage. So I assume now that we're past the holidays and everything, I assume it's going to be a more regular thing. It was sort of sporadic there at the beginning, but I we, mean, had, too ma- uh, we had too many. I assume holidays. Gonna, yeah,
1: I assume he's going to do it every week. Yeah, uh, and that'll be like one of the new shows. So
0: yeah, and this was a very interesting episode because um he just had a, a packed house. Yes,
1: yeah. I didn't get to, to to watch it. I watched some clips. Uh, I saw some of the stuff about the, the Robert My Burnett and Kaiser stuff that we'll talk about in a little bit, but, um, I still got to watch the whole thing. Cause I like to take notes so that I can talk about it on Talking Shmoedown. Um, of course. Because there's usually there's some, a whole bunch of good stuff that I can talk about there. And since there's no actual matches, I'm going to need some, something to talk about.
0: Yeah. So why don't you just summarize for us a little bit of uh you know the big highlights of the news that happened in in the world of schmodown this week
1: well uh as i talked about on on talk schmodown they they announced a whole bunch of stuff over the last like week or so um they announced the undercard for the new york show which is going to be andrew guy and robert Meyer Burnett. uh i think that was it was either on last week's backstage or on uh, an episode of SCN live. I can never remember. Cause I watched all this stuff and it's very, it's so similar cause it's in the same studio. It's got Christian. It's got some of the same people half the time. I forget which one that they, they, they say it on. I
0: do too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, they're doing a number one contender match with William Bibiani and Paul Yama. It'll be sometime in between the New York show and the Atlanta show. Uh, the winner will face Ben Bateman at Atlanta. Cause and that'll be his first title defense. Um, Alex Damon is entering the geekdom League, and he'll be facing off in his first match against Emily Jacobson at the Atlanta Show. Uh, they just see what else did they do? Um, they, he talked a bit about so something that Jay Wade was talking about. He wants the rule book to be released.
0: I and, was talking about that. Yeah, too. well,
1: me, me yeah. and him have talked about it. Like, yeah, it's just like like on in our Discord server quite a bit. Yeah,
0: um,
1: and. Last week, Christian had mentioned that they weren't going; that he, he he's not going to release it. But then this week, I think it was yeah. today on on today's show, uh he said that they're going to uh, eventually. So I don't know what's happening. And then and then he used his 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 troll voice on me because I, I on my on the, my most recent episode of talking about down, I like kind of went in about how you know he he wants it to be a sports league. But he's not going to release the rules, which all sports leagues, you know, all the fans, they have access to the rules of the sport, uh, and all this stuff. He used his troll voice on I me mean, like he always does, which, you know, it's, it's funny. It's whatever. I don't really care. Um, but do you feel
0: validated in some way that some, you've hit yeah, yeah.
1: Level? I mean, that means that he's listening to the show. You
0: oh, know? of it's course. Not, it's, yeah.
1: it's not, it's not like I do it right off the top. So he's only listening to the first 10 minutes. Like it's, it was somewhere like in the middle of the show. So he's listening to the whole thing. So that, that does make me feel good.
0: There's things that he's quoted out of our show that's somewhere yeah. in the middle. And I'm like, holy shit. Okay. So he's not just skimming it. Like he, he was listening. That's insane. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So it's like, I love that he listens to it and I will take his, his troll voice any day of the week. Cause that means a little bit more, uh, uh, publicity, I guess you say for, for us, for the brand. So, um, but yeah, so I don't know really. He, he says he's not going to release it he says he is I don't know what he's going to do I really hope he does um because I'd love to just be able to see that and that way I really think that if you do release it it'll help to shut up the the, the people who are going to bitch and moan about controversial calls because if it's in the rule book and they make the call based on that rule book they got nothing to say you know it'll yeah. shut them right down
0: now yesterday, and I can't remember if it was on yesterday's actual live or yesterday's backstage, he brought up all this and he also said that he was like, you know, it may not be immediate cause we've got to get it like yeah. the way we want it. And yeah, which is and, fine. You, you, you want to get, is...
1: you, you want to finalize this book. You wanted to make it correct. You don't want it to be just like half a book or whatever. Right. I, I understand that.
0: And they're going to figure out. Because as a teacher, I write syllabi all the time, and the first time you write a syllabus, you're like, it's got everything in it, everything that could come <laughs> up, and then yeah. stuff comes up, and you're like, oh, shit, I don't know what to do. So then uh it just gets longer and longer and longer until, you know, I had that teacher who was a lawyer who literally put something in there for every possible situation and had a 15-page syllabus. So uh, I, I don't be
1: surprised if we don't if, if fans like if he is going to release it to fans. I don't. I I believe we probably won't even get it until season eight. And I
0: don't I mind a, that. That's I fine. Have a, yeah,
1: I have a feeling he's going to take this whole season, build it, work on it, make sure it's you know got everything that you need. Take the whole season and then. Boom, there it is, finalized rules. And I'm sure that they'll add to it as things come up. But I I wouldn't be shocked if it takes the whole season to get a finalized version.
0: Oh, yeah, and that's fine. I just never wanted no possibility. That's just, yeah. you know, and, and I totally get that. Don't give me something that's incomplete or that you're going to be changing every other day. You know, yeah. that's fine. But I just I just wanted something eventually for I just wanted him to think about it and he obviously is and um I do want them to take their time and write it well because you don't want to end up with a crappy rule that yeah. leads to judgments that seem unfair yeah, because yeah. everything because has you're to be clear the, yeah because you're following a rule that's crappily written you know yeah. you don't want to end up with that cuz that happens that happens even with laws yeah. you know and and without- they have
1: to be willing to rewrite these rules as as they need to you know like yeah. oh this rule isn't quite working the way we wanted it to okay we have to adjust the the way the rule is or you know I, I get if that makes sense
0: yeah um and even i think it was on backstage Ben Bateman was saying you know he would love to see something like replacing a jte rule with an actual timeout where you could talk like Talk to consult with your manager and your team yeah. for thirty seconds or whatever. And Chris is like, "Well, that's something we have to talk about." You know, yeah, off the air and you know even yeah, stuff the, the like thing that.
1: now if it's like it would it would have to be only something like that it would have to be only allowed at certain points because you couldn't use it like a JTE rule because like oh then they could just give you the answer.
0: Right. And that's what they were saying. They're like, it can't be in the middle of a question. It would have to be like between questions or between rounds or, you know, like at certain moments. You could
1: use it to like, like maybe you you just had like a really controversial call or something like maybe somebody challenged something or whatever. And it, it got in your head and you need a mi- like you need that little 30 seconds or whatever to just collect yourself before that next question comes, use it then. So I think that, you know, that could be a useful tool. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be against it.
0: And, even if it's well, just
1: maybe one per match, but they have challenges, you get one timeout.
0: Yeah. Or even I could see something like if you're in the middle of the, Like, in in a five-round match where you have a buzzer round, if you're in the middle of the buzzer round, maybe between questions, calling a timeout because y'all want to strategize about, okay, do I even try to answer the next question or do I just set it out or, you know, do I try to no matter what, um, you know, something like that. Um, I could see that being an option. I also could see... (sighs) I don't know. I I I think it's a good idea, honestly. Yeah. Um because and I like and
1: I like that he, you know, from the way you made it sound, he didn't just shoot it down. He said no. something that, they, you know, that they would be willing to talk about. I like that because, you know, they figure out exactly how it should be used. Yeah, I think it could be I think it could actually add some real interesting stuff yeah. to to a to a match.
0: And and not just specifically that idea. I think that was just something Bateman was throwing out there, but he was just yeah. making a, an example of like changes that could be made and would need yeah. to be made and would need to be think of, thought about carefully cuz that's something where you have to write very carefully. Yeah. If they were to do that about when can you use it. Exactly. Um, it
1: be, yeah, you have to be very specific.
0: Right. Um and just you know, I just I want that rule book so bad though, because I it's been, it's been just so, I'm just such a rule person. Yeah. That I, I just, it, it, it's in my nature. I would read that thing cover to cover probably.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's like, cause there's been plenty of times where it's like, I'm not a hundred percent sure on what this rule is. Cause I know that they've changed it. Like when they did the, where if, if it's a movie title that's the, and then one word, like the thing, you have to have the, 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 you have to have the preposition. But if it's like the day the earth stood still, you don't need it.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: and I'm curious if they're going to keep it that way. Or are they going to make it so that you always have to have the what, but having it in a, in a rule book where I can look at it and say, okay, well, this is what the rule is. Okay. Now I know exactly exactly. How the rule is and can judge the way these games are played accordingly. I, I like that idea. So,
0: you know what else I've been wondering? How come in singles, and I've been thinking about this for a long time, how come in <laughs> singles and inner geekdom and Star Wars, it have none of them have the same number of questions in the first round or in the second round?
1: I think it's just to kind of make things a little bit more interesting, like and kind of mix like to kind of almost like separate the way the gameplay of each league, I guess you could say, or each division or whatever. Yeah, Uh, yeah, because it's eight and four for singles. Right. I think it's ten and six for teams. Ten and
0: 10 and, and five, 5 for either Inner Geekdom
1: or Star Inner Geekdom and Star Wars, yeah.
0: Yeah. But to me, 10 and 5 makes the a most weird sense. weird one.
1: I, I think I, it's like 5 is kind of weird to me. I don't know why. I I mean, I like the number 5, sure. But for some reason, it not being an even number throws me off.
0: As a math I person, I like the 10 and 5 because I get
1: that. I get that. You could
0: get, get, get 10 points in round 1. 11 can, because of the 11, bonus. Yeah, you could get ten points without any steals. You could get ten points in round two and then you could get ten points in round three. So for I actually thought about it that
1: way, but Yeah.
0: So that's I the one I like the most. And I could see round two like wanting to lessen it a little bit because yeah. you can steal. Yeah. But because theoretically you if you got all of your two pointers in round two and stole every two pointer off of your opponent, which never happens, but it could you could if get that twenty did points. Yeah, if well that, they're screwed. If that anyway. did
1: happen, that would be the end of the game. I feel yeah. like there's no way. Yeah.
0: yeah, you're they're screwed anyway if you do that. But I just like it because it's ten points, ten points, ten points with yeah. some you know, so that's just me. But I've always found it weird. I'm like, why is it not the same? <laughs> I get why it's not the same for teams. Yeah, Totally get that. Teams is a different beast, but. Um,
1: then, oh, and then if it's like a, a triple threat or more, the second round is only three questions. Right. And that's, that's just a, a time saver realistically. Yes.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. I figured yeah. that one. Yeah.
1: And it's like, I, I do like like, okay, when, when you're in, in inner geekdom, you, you have the, those 10 questions. So it's like, they're really spanning all the categories. But I will admit, sometimes those round ones feel like they drag on a little bit mm-hmm. because there's so many questions, you know? And then
0: if somebody gets a perfect round.
1: And it's like it's only two extra questions, but it feels like that's most of the time that's the longest portion. Um Sometimes round twos can be kind of long, uh, depending on if they milk it, if they're going multiple choice, all this other stuff. But I don't know. For some reason, so I, I have noticed occasionally where it's like, man, this round is just dragging on. Uh, but I, I mean, I wouldn't change it because I do like them having the more questions, but yeah, I, I, I don't know if he has a specific reason as to why he does it that way. If it's, if it's just to differentiate them or if he, uh, came up with some, like some weird system in his head that's like makes sense to him. I, I have no idea. I'd love to hear his take yeah. on why, uh, they're all the different amounts like that. So yeah, uh, hey, Christian, if, if you're listening,
0: yeah. please. <laughs>
1: Share your insights, I'd love to know uh, why I might have to maybe send in a a, a question or something like that to uh SEN live, see if you can answer it that way.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. um i I didn't get to watch live today or totally would have been sending in questions because of uh, it
1: was such a good episode
0: yeah, yeah
1: the the schmobot was on fire. yeah, like, I'm talking like three or four schmobots literally in a row. With no break in between. That yeah. Several times. And mm-hmm. so many nice people, cause it's, it was, uh, uh Roxy and, and, and Riley on. So many nice people, just, you know, it, it's one of the best times. Uh, a few people bashing, uh, Collider, of course, but, you know, Roxy and Riley, they were, uh, they were classy as possible about the whole situation. So.
0: Oh, for sure. And we are definitely gonna get into that in, in a little bit, for sure. Um, towards the end of the show and yeah. why they were on the show. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, as, so, as far as
1: some of the other Schmodown stuff, uh, you know, they, there was a big announcement that Jay Washington would no longer be, uh, a manager. He, he's got a whole lot of stuff going on, uh, you know, with all the very, his wrestling career, his comedy career, uh, everything that he's doing. He's just not going to have the time to do it, but he will be consulting. Um, with Winston's team, the swag squad. So that'll mm-hmm. be cool. Um, but that means that it is now nine teams and that's it. So Jay was, was the number three pick. He's out and everybody else has moved up a slot. So like, or no, he was the number two pick. Uh, he's out. Everybody just moves up a slot. So like Roxy <laughs> has the number two pick now and, and, and so on.
0: Yeah. Um, and, uh, I have a bone to pick with Jay Wade, Jay, shit, Jay Washington.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you have a bone to pick with Jay Wade too, but.
0: I mean, always, but, um, so Darren had the flu and we were watching, I think we were watching Monday's episode, but on Tuesday, cause Darren had slept through it on Monday cause he was feeling just awful. And my mother-in-law offered to bring us some food. And right when she walked in the door, Jay Wade or shit, Jay Washington (laughs) said the N word. And my mother-in-law <laughs> goes, what did he just say? And I go, oh, oh he's a comedian. He says stuff like that. And I just like played it off, but I'm just like, really? Really? Like, th- like she was in my house for like three minutes.
1: Oh my God. That's fantastic.
0: Oh, I was so embarrassed because not, <laughs> I mean, I don't care if he says it, but yeah. just the fact that she, like that's, you know, it's your mother-in-law. Yeah. You're like, that's- oh, okay. Hmm. Sorry. Um. <laughs>
1: That's fantastic. When uh, him and when him and Winston were on that show together, it was just wild.
0: They really are the best. Uh, I love when they're together. Like you could tell they're buddies. Have you and... ever
1: watched their like when they do their reviews and stuff?
0: I haven't Cause, watched cause, as much as I wish I had
1: because they do a lot of stuff together. Uh, I remember when, uh, Popeyes came out with their chicken sandwich, they did a video trying out various different chicken sandwiches to decide which one was the best. Oh my God. It is, it is really funny. If you haven't watched it, you should check it out.
0: Oh, I've got to go watch that then. Yeah, um, it it's weird. I'm subscribed to their channel, but I don't get no, like I, they don't pop up in my like recent feed. Hmm.
1: I don't know if I'm subscribed or not, to be totally honest with you. But... I just happened to... I think he, like, posted it or something on Twitter, and I watched it there.
0: But I hate the way YouTube and uh, Apple Podcasts both do this, where they they basically put the stuff from the channels you watch the most. Yeah. So then it's like, if it's a channel that you don't watch that often, because they don't necessarily post stuff, like, hourly, like Collider or something... Then they never pop up in your feed, so you never go back and watch them because you just, they're out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And then- I used to, I
1: used to get an email from YouTube with like, stuff like that, those types of like, uh, watch this video that just posted from your subscriptions or whatever. I don't know when the last time was I got one. I don't know if they just don't do them anymore or what, but I used to get those and I used to find a lot of cool stuff that I never probably would have watched off of my, the, the, Things that I subscribe to from those emails, but yeah, I don't know what happened to that.
0: Yeah, occasionally I click on a channel that I'm subscribed to just because I haven't seen anything from them, and they've got all these videos, and I'm like, yeah, why aren't these popping up in my feed? So yeah. I've got to make a point to and look. Yesterday I sat and subscribed to all sorts of stuff because oh, of I'm sure, yeah, everything that happened. So, but we'll get into that in a few minutes. <laughs> Um, so my understanding is that Christian also changed it so that only the top five teams are protected where they have to be picked together yes. instead of the, which makes sense. 10 freaking teams is a lot of teams. Like well, that's way, too many.
1: The way it was before. So it was the, the top five protected teams so one through five were guaranteed protected, meaning if, if someone, uh, drafted, drafted Mike Kalinowski, Chance Ellison automatically would be their next pick, no matter what they, that what it, for six through 10 originally is what he called soft protected. So say time machine. Cause I think they're like number seven um, before all of this, it would have been, if someone drafted Janine, they would have the choice to say, I want to take Ethan for my next pick. Or they could say, I don't want Ethan. Let him go off and, and get drafted by somebody else. That's the way it was. Now there's absolutely no protection. So if someone drafts Janine, so if someone drafts Janine and they want Ethan, they have to hope that Ethan is still available at their next pick.
0: Yeah, I I I don't think they should have been protected cuz that's you're just protecting too many people. Yeah. And so I mean you're already protecting right now, well obviously the actual Champions all the champs are, are, are obvious, yeah. But yeah, it's
1: corruption, odd couple, the family, Shazam, and who's the boss? So, I mean, yeah, with who's the boss, that but they're, means that automatically, but they're automatically all four of the yeah. horsemen are, are staying together because, because who's the boss is a top five team. If who's the boss wasn't a top five team, Mark Riley might have, might have gotten shafted he might not yeah. be in in the Finstock exchange because someone else probably would have picked him up before the fourth round.
0: Oh yeah. And um people also seem to be confused. They keep saying, well, I don't think it's right that the five horsemen now have to change their name to the Finstock exchange. It's, but the thing is like, they could yeah. still call those five people the exactly. five horsemen.
1: It's kind of inception-y. You've got it's
0: a Venn diagram. Yeah, where you've got
1: you got who's, who's the, the
0: boss? The, yeah, <laughs>
1: and you got who's the boss and the founding fathers. Those two teams make up the horsemen. The horsemen mm-hmm. is part of the Finstock Exchange. It's pretty yeah. easy to to, to understand, yes. in my opinion. I don't know.
0: I think it is because I'm yeah. picturing a Venn diagram. Yeah. And I understand that the circle for the 5 Horsemen is within the bigger circle of the FinStock Exchange exactly. and the two little circles of Who's the Boss and what was the other one?
1: Founding Fathers.
0: The Founding Fathers are both inside of that circle but they are not touching each other. They're not they don't overlap. Exactly. Um so Got to uh, love it, math
1: it, brains.
0: I know. It's so great. <laughs> math is so useful. It is. Uh, and I also want some clarity on what the rules are for trades. Like can anyone do a trade at any time or do they have some sort of trade order or I,
1: – I don't think he said anything about a trade order or anything like that. I mean I think you have to bring it to, to Christian. You have to propose the trade and if the other people accept, okay. You know, I, I don't think he's ever said whether or not there is a specific – time when it had to happen or couldn't happen. I mean, he hasn't said that yet. As far as I know, uh, I wish that he had liked this rule book thing. I really wish he had put out uh, like a, like a straightforward set of rules for the draft, even if he was going to update it as things changed, as they obviously have. But there are so many, there've been so many questions like that, that I'm not a hundred percent sure of because he's never actually said one way or the other. Like up until just recently, I didn't even know it was going to be a snake draft up until I think like last week. I yeah. didn't know that, you know, and I had to look up what it was because I, I, am not a sports guy. I don't, I don't follow like the, the NBA draft or the, the NFL draft or any of that stuff. So I don't even know if they do those things. I don't play in like fantasy football leagues or anything like that. So, uh, I, I had no idea what a snake draft was, but when I, I, I saw what it was, I was like, okay, it makes sense. Like, you know, it's a interesting way to do stuff differently, but. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Basically it's just so the same person doesn't have advantage all the way through.
1: Yeah. Which I like. Um, I think that's really cool. So.
0: Yeah. It's definitely f- more fair than just a straight up one through 10, one through 10, one through 10. And,
1: and speaking of, you know, the same person not having, uh, the advantage all the way through, that brings us to this big trade. You were talking about trades, this big trade that happened, uh, on, on, on backstage. Robert My Burnett and Kaiser switched their spots for rounds one and two. Now, Kaiser originally had the fourth pick in in the draft, and then in the second it would have been the fifteenth because of the snake. Robert My had his picks nine and ten because he was the last pick and would have had the first one in round two, so they mm-hmm. swapped, which I think is a brilliant move on both of their parts because Kaiser is his first round is locked up with Kevin Smiths, so no matter if he's got the first pick or the last pick, it doesn't matter. He's taking Kevin Smiths, so it doesn't right. matter, and it's guaranteed so it 's not like someone can steal him. Robert Meyer Burnett, on the other hand, was originally that last pick, but being moved up to number four that's a huge advantage for him a huge advantage i I did my my like two round mock draft prediction. I have a feeling you may see him steal corruption away from Shannon as. I think that Sam Levine is going to take Shazam, personally. Uh, and even if he doesn't take Shazam, like say let's say he takes the family. Either way, it doesn't really matter because he's not taking corruption. There's I I really doubt he would take corruption. Um Roxy's gonna take the odd couple. Uh and I think who was the the third one? I think oh, it was uh no, it wasn't that. It was Coy. Um I don't see Coy taking Corruption. I just, he might, but I really don't. I, I see, I have him taking, uh, the family, had, taking Andrew Guy, cause the whole thing that he wants is he wants people who are super good on the, uh, on the mic. Now, yes, Mike himself is pretty good on the mic. Chance, not so much. Andrew Guy is phenomenal on the mic. Andrew mcweeney has actually gotten really good on it as well, and they are a powerhouse together. So that's why I think that Kaiser is gonna, or not Kaiser, that, uh, Coy. Robert My Burnett is gonna take corruption in that, in that fourth pick. Uh, and then I think you may see some trade stuff happen, um, with Shannon in order, cause I, she, yeah. she, you yeah. know, she wants Mike. There's no way she's gonna just stand by and let Mike go. But Robert My Burnett with that fourth and 15, if he, if he just steals corruption, that take, that's those two picks locked up and he could trade himself for something better. So,
0: um uh, yeah, and I'm looking at the draft order and I'm thinking to myself like who else could do a similar kind of switcheroo to what Robert Meyer Burnett and Kaiser did and the thing is Shannon has no way to get above yeah, Robert Meyer Burnett because mm-hmm. Sam Roxy and Coy don't have any protected drafts, draft picks. Yeah. So they're not gonna trade down.
1: Um same same with Tom, because Tom's above yeah. her too. Yeah, nobody nobody but above Tom, her is gonna,
0: well, and gonna Tom, trade with her. Even if she traded with Tom, she'd still be below Robert Meyer Burnett, so it wouldn't That's do her true. any good. Yeah. Like yeah. she would effectively be in the same spot because Dagnino's picks are locked in. I could see though. Either uh, Winston or Emma proposing a similar kind of deal with Dagnino, um, because it you know to, it does, to move
1: up yeah to move
0: up because it does Dagnino no good. And now, it doesn't only, matter for him. Yeah. Now the only thing is for him it doesn't matter all the way through the fifth round. So I don't know if he. I don't know. If it's worth it to him. Yeah,
1: because it's, like, it's really, it's what would he get in return?
0: He you wouldn't know, like, get a whole lot because by fifth round, I mean, you're not um, looking at the people you're really, really fighting for. Anyway. Unless
1: unless they're allowed to give up a complete pick. Like, say, Emma says, okay, I, I know if you give me your first two rounds, well, I, guess, I really, I would just say your first round because second round, it would drop her down lower than she already is. So if you give me your first round, if you switch with me, I'll let you have my fifth round. So, like, she wouldn't even have a fifth round pick.
0: So Mm. Tom would
1: get, like, two picks in round five. Something like that, I could – I don't even know if it would be allowed, though. See, and that's the thing. There's these rules. I don't know what isn't even allowed.
0: It's allowed in things like um, NFL and stuff. Like, people trade, uh, you know – People trade a player instead of, like, trading a player for a player. They'll trade a player for draft picks. Yeah. Later. So you can have a team that doesn't have a single draft pick for, like, two or three rounds because they've traded away their draft picks. And then another team has several draft picks in, in the first round or something. So in terms of sports, it there's a precedent for it. it. In terms of if Christian would consider it um okay or approve it, I don't know. I don't but know wait, what I that-
1: I could see like hell, maybe maybe even Coy being like if you maybe make, having him make a deal like you draft Mike and I will give you my pick in one of these other rounds, whether it be, hell, maybe she'd give up her first round pick to Koi if she, if he takes Mike and then trades Mike for her round one pick. So yeah, like Koi, like Koi, Koi would take Mike. So Mike's off the board from anybody else. And then he would get that six, that six round, that six pick in the first round and Shannon would get, I mean, who knows? I mean, they could do something like that. Or maybe he would want both her first and second round picks. And so, like, she wouldn't get a pick for for a little while or something. I don't, I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's lots of things that they could do. Yeah. It's just a matter of how they think strategically. And I think it's something that will yeah. develop over time, too. Like, if they keep doing drafts like this, uh yeah. drafting. Yeah, that,
1: I'm curious if they're going to do this every year or not.
0: I would assume they're not going to mix things up every year only because.
1: Be kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. And (laughs) I mean, I guess you could like every year we redraft fantasy football.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say, I mean, they do drafts for others. I mean, maybe they, it would be like, okay, you can drop some people off your team and those open slots you can use to draft other people, but you don't have to drop anybody if you don't want to. I I don't know. Something like that maybe, but as opposed to just wiping it clear every single year. Which would kind of be like, well, that's sad because, you know, we just got used to these things for that whole year and now it's gone again.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, it certainly has been an interesting week in Schmodown, even though there hasn't been any matches in a while. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely some crazy stuff going on. So
0: So I don't know why, but Darren and I last night stayed up till 11 o'clock re-watching this past year's free-for-all. I don't know why it got to be 11 o'clock and I'm like, why did we stay up this late <laughs> just to watch something we watched when it came out?
1: I have but to, it, I have to go fun. through and start rewatching some stuff because uh, I'm going to be, uh I guess I'll announce it here. I haven't announced it uh, outside of like Twitter or whatever. Um I will be competing in a Schmodown trivia match for uh one of the, for the fan leagues are doing this big, trivia thon it's called the trivia for thon thon uh it's it's an organization i believe um for uh some sort of medical research kind of a thing uh and they're doing this big like week-long trivia thing where it's like you got we're doing the one i'm in is a uh they're calling it the reactors rumble so there's a bunch of reactors like um uh, call to action, I think is going to be in it. I think dedicated to art is going to be in it. Abby Friel is going to be in it and I'm going to be in it as well, but it's all schmodown trivia, not movie trivia, schmodown trivia. So I'm going to have to rewatch a whole bunch of stuff. So, uh, if you guys are, you know, out there, check out, uh, this, this trivia four thoughts, uh, trivia, then the number four and then T-H-O-N and then the number two. Use that hashtag and you'll find uh, all kinds of stuff about it. So definitely check that out.
0: What wrong answer did, um, uh, oh, shit, <laughs> I can't even think of What wrong well, answer did <laughs> Smets give pertaining to Spider-Man? Oh, Peter, I'm sorry. No, don't tell Peter.
1: Don't tell Peter. That's what it was. See, it, I gotta
0: go back and rewatch some stuff. And the answer is don't tell Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, speaking of us rewatching the free-for-all, Darren looked at me and said, I don't see a problem with them throwing in old questions because we watched this nine months ago and I don't remember a single one of these questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that they're going to re- finally recycle questions. That, that, I, think, that, I love
0: that. I honestly think a few have crept up here and there because I've heard oh, a yeah. couple questions. But I think it's been purely by accident. There, there was um,
1: one, I don't remember what it was, but there was one. Uh, where literally in the next match of the, like I, cause I don't, I don't know like how they were, what order they were all filmed in, but literally the next match, it was like it the was, exact same question. Who it was directed order, the just... Ring? Yeah, that, that's what it was. Gore
0: Verbinski. I, I, that came up twice, like within a week of each other. I, I was like, what? What are they doing
1: yeah. here? I'm assuming that just like that question was just written probably by two different people. And placed in two different categories or something stupid like that, you know, and it happens. Yeah. Uh, and they, nobody caught it. So anyway, it yeah. is what it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cause I, the I'm, second time I came I around, thought. I said Gore Verbinski. Cause I was like, <laughs> yeah. I think I heard this question recently cause I don't just know <laughs> that answer. Yeah. Yep. Um, that is still the, the only movie in this world that I'm scared of. <clears throat> it scared the shit out of me. I was like
1: 12. I take it. You have not seen any of the others.
0: No, okay. like rings and well, all
1: there that. Was, there, there was the ring, there was the ring 2. And then there's this new one that they, I haven't watched the new one rings. No. Yeah. And then there's the no. original, the original Japanese versions of no. uh, Ringu and all that stuff. And then they did, no. um, <laughs> they did the ring versus the grudge. It was, it was a oh. Japanese one. Yeah. I think they did two of those actually.
0: They're redoing the Grudge again.
1: Yeah, that come that came out this weekend.
0: I don't feel like it's old enough to redo already.
1: Probably not, but I mean, it's I mean, Um, what is it? Probably at least close to twenty years old, if not more.
0: Yeah, it's probably older than I think it is. (laughs)
1: Because I think I was in high school when it came out. God, Um, old.
0: I mean, (laughs) I was I was alive, so it's less than twenty eight years old, and I remember (laughs) it. Um I feel like it's maybe like 15 years old or something like that but still that's not that long ago. So Yeah,
1: no, not really. But I mean I I feel like they've done remakes of stuff way like way closer together than that, so Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's unheard of, but yeah.
0: Well, we have digressed. So, uh, did anything else happen in the schmo down world that we need to talk about?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't think anything too dire or important really that I, that I know. Like I said, I didn't watch backstage, so I don't know if there was anything else that was, uh, kind of popped up or anything. I mean, they're going to be doing, they, they announced all the nominations for the, for the awards, but the yes, the, voting, the voting for, yes, I voted. The voting for that ended yesterday. Um, I, I, I voted, uh, that's a pretty good, pretty good picks. I think, um, a lot of Willie Bibiani to be you know, if seen. I mean, if you guys have been following the way I've been picking things, like with the, uh, the two brackets, you know that I have a lot of faith in William Bibiani because I had him and Shazam taking both those, uh, uh, brackets and they, he took the, the team bracket and they almost, he almost took the, uh, the singles bracket. So I got pretty close. So I have a lot of faith in him for a lot of stuff. So,
0: yeah, I love Bibiani. So yeah. I have nothing but the highest hopes for him in regards to anything. Well, and,
1: and I'm pretty pumped cuz next weekend is the both the draft and the awards on the so it's next weekend on Saturday on the 11th. So it's going to be a a good time. Uh, Holy
0: crap, that's yeah. next weekend. That's that soon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, don't, I don't I really don't know I don't
1: know when they're going to air it. Because it it's not going to be live streamed because they're not allowed to live stream it, because um, they're at the comedy store, right? And I guess they're not allowed to from there. But so I'm hoping that they'll be able to get it up quick, you know, Monday or Tuesday. Please get that edited and up. Because even if you just take the raw, just what you had, what you recorded, as if it was live streamed, and just put it on, and then like at least maybe put it on. Patreon and then edit it down for YouTube by Friday or something or whatever. But I, I, I can't, I, I need to see it. I'm really bummed that it's not going to be live streamed.
0: Yeah. Cause we're going to get spoiled on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this will be a good time for us to take a little break. So go listen to, um, these little promotions about all the other great, great content that we have here on the Mark with a movie blog feed. Okay, so hopefully you go and check out some of those shows. We have some really great content yes. going on here.
1: Yes, please watch or listen. I guess you could watch technically. All you'd be watching is oh. a, a, a straight screen on YouTube of the same image. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if that's what you're into, yeah. hey, rock on. <laughs>
0: listen, watch, feel, taste, uh, let's see, touch, all the senses. Yeah those <laughs> so obviously with it being the first of the year the big conversation is of course everyone's top 10 list of movies from the previous year so us here at mark with a movie blog we each made our own individual top 10 list and by each i mean josh sean wade me sarah my husband pookie Mike and David B. We all made our own individual top 10 list and then we compiled them into a joint list. So, uh, Josh, I think I'd love to hear your list first. So from 10 to 1, what were your top 10 movies of 2019?
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be a little bit like Ben Goddard here and break the rules a little bit and give some honorable mentions too. I'm going to do more than just my top 10
0: that is fine.
1: Uh, <laughs> um I really wanted to to give a, a shout out to a couple of movies that came real close to hitting my top 10. And that's uh Knives Out, which was fantastic. I, I absolutely loved that one. That that was like my number 11. And then Little Women, which I just saw uh yesterday last night.
0: I've not gotten to see either one uh, and I want to see both.
1: Knives Out has some fantastic performances in it. Um it's just Ryan Johnson, when he's not like, I loved *The Last Jedi*, but I, I get it. You know, it's. I think he's he he's suited better for a smaller budget film like *Looper*, *Brick*, those those types of movies, and *Knives Out* is one of those. So the, he he's he is great behind the camera, and I think what he did with this film was was superb. I, I I absolutely loved it, and I'd love to see more films like it. So definitely go see that one, and for *Little Women*. Like I've seen the, I mean, it's not the original, but it's the, the the most popular one, the one from like the 90s or whatever. Um, I've seen it one time. It was okay. Uh, it's, it, I, I thought it was it was all right. And I know that they've literally done a new one. They did a they did a, a a TV adaptation in 2017. They did a modern adaptation in 2018, and then they did this new one this year. So like they've been doing a lot of Little Women lately. Um, but this one was fantastic. It's got Saoirse Ronan. It's got, uh, Florence Pugh, who has had a stellar year. Um, uh, and it's directed by Greta Gerwig. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I was shocked by how much I, I actually really enjoyed this film. So, uh, definitely check those out. All right. So for my number 10, I have Avengers Endgame. Uh, for a long time, this movie was like in my top five. It was like my number three. But as this year went on, there's, it's been a, for me at least, it has been a stacked year for film. Uh and it, it just kind of slowly whittled its way down uh and now it's at my number 10. Uh, I was kind of worried like when I went and saw Little Women I was like is Avengers Endgame going to get knocked off my list? I, I don't know because I've heard all, so much good stuff about Little Women. And it came very close uh to getting knocked off because of that. But all the stuff that that the Russo brothers were able to to bring to this closing chapter to the uh Infinity Saga I just i i don't know i i loved ever oh just about everything about it. all the time travel stuff i'm a huge sci-fi geek so i love time travel type stuff and i love the way they did it uh and just the there's some stellar performances by this cast i don't, I don't know it was just it was a great culmination to this decade-long uh saga of of mcu films. so i, I really enjoyed that my um, number nine was book smart by olivia wilde uh it was, it was hilarious. I love this
0: movie.
1: Mm. Um, it was my number two for quite a while. Again, stacked here, but I wasn't sure I, that I was going to get that much that would beat it just because of how good it actually is. Um, I, I, I did give it, I gave it like a 10 out of 10, but I don't, I don't base my list off of what I give the score.
0: Um, me neither. Be,
1: because like my favorite movie of all time it's not a 10 out of 10 to me because I know that there are problems with it. like, I know how to, how to score the, my films based on stuff that is wrong. I don't just go on. Oh, I love that film. It gets a 10 out of 10. I, I, I can't stand people who do that. But when I make a ranking list, I always rank it on what I like, like my, like my favorites, as opposed to what is the best film. That's just the way I do because I mean, it's all subjective. So it's, I feel like it should just be, my favorite, my favorites ranked that way, uh, which is why, yes, I gave it a 10 out of 10 because I absolutely loved every single thing about it. Um, but it's, it, it dropped down to number nine, uh, all, uh, total on my list. Okay. Uh, number eight, number eight, I got uh Ford V Ferrari.
0: Oh, I still want now, to see that.
1: Oh, it's so good. Now I'm not like a big, I'm not really a car guy. I'm not in, really into racing or anything like that. I don't watch NASCAR or any of that kind of stuff, but. So so I wasn't sure how I would feel about this movie. It was just... It was so well done. And Matt Damon and Christian Bale give two of the best performances that I've seen them do. And they work so well off of one. I would not be shocked if both of them get uh, acting nominations. Uh, I, I'm sure it'll be like one of them will get supporting and one will get lead kind of a thing. Uh, just to kind of spread it out. But I... It was so good. I I couldn't believe how much I actually really loved this film. And it's a decently long film, and it does not feel long. Uh, You know, that's how
0: that uh, all sports movies – I pretty much love all sports movies across the board, and Uh, I don't even like sports. (laughs) It's something about them. They're just, like, so uplifting and just, like, you can do it. And, yeah, see, ah.
1: I'm not usually super into sports movies, even, and so that's why it's like shocking how much I really liked this movie. Is it that I feel like that really says something about how well done it is? uh it is. It's got a, it's got a great script, the pacing, great in every everything. I, I, I love just about everything in it. Um, my I number. I Josh
0: s- Lucas is an awesome villain.
1: Yeah, yeah, he. Yeah. I don't, I haven't seen him in in a ton, but He's he was from Alabama. He was real, I haven't watched that movie in so long. It's, it's, Me neither. it's been a very long time since I've seen that movie. But yeah, he's really, you want to punch that guy in the face. Like, <laughs> he does a great job of making you want making you hate this guy. Uh, so my number six, uh, was one I just recently saw and that's Bombshell. Uh, it's the one about, uh, about the Fox too. News scandal. It's got, mm-hmm. uh, Charlize Theron, uh, Nicole Kidman and Margot Robbie and, uh, John Lithgow and some amazing old fat man makeup it's it's so the the makeup across the board in this movie is incredible if it doesn't at minimum get a nomination for best makeup uh, they're out of their mind because this is just you're transported like i don't i don't see these actors when i'm watching this particularly uh Charlize. When I first saw the trailer for it i was I didn't even realize it was her until I like had to look up who like who was in this movie i I couldn't believe how good it was um but it this movie is tense they don't shy away from stuff they really get dirty with it and i i really I really loved everything about this one um my number five was marriage story um this one was was rough for me to watch uh I've been going through a lot of stuff myself. Uh, very similar to all of this. And so I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I should even watch this movie when I did, but I, I did and I'm, I'm very glad I did it. Both Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson give two of the best performances of their career. And I just, it tore me apart in, in both good and bad ways. But I don't know, it's just, It was so well done, and I have a hard time finding something wrong with this movie, even though I almost feel like I should just because of how wrecked it made me. But there's, I I don't know, it was everything about it, and the fact that it's a Netflix movie really impressed me too. Because normally you think, oh, Netflix movies, they're not that great, but they've been doing some fantastic stuff and uh, if you if you haven't watched Marriage Story yet I really really recommend it. I I honestly wish that I had been able to like see this on uh like on in the theater cuz that that's how good it was so my number 5 oh wait what was that oh, oh yeah so that was my number 6 yeah number 5 is uncut gems the Adam Sandler one holy shit he I haven't seen he, that either <laughs> he is my pick for for best actor this performance is something you've never seen from him he's done some dramatic stuff but what he does in this movie is off the charts and i really hope to see more uh, of this type of stuff from him it's tense the cinematography is amazing it's got a great score everything everything about it's it's one of the other films that i gave a 10 out of 10 i actually gave Probably more 10 out of 10s this year than I think I have any other year. Like, and I try to be kind of sparse with it. Like I don't like to just give those out like candy, but I'd say half of my list has 10 out of 10s in it. Uh, That's my next point. one, my number, yeah, my number four is Joker, which I've seen it three times and have loved it more every single time. Um, it's visceral. The score is one of the best scores I've ever heard. Uh, and if it doesn't win best score, I'm I I might just riot on, on Twitter because of it. <laughs> um Joaquin gives one of the best performances uh of the year. He definitely should get nominated for that. It I'm a big DC guy. I mean, I run a DC website, uh DC Comics News. So like I, I'm entrenched in DC stuff. And like I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's not the Joker. But it's like you have to understand this isn't just here's an origin story for the Joker. It's more than that. This is a story from inside the head of an insane person. He's telling us this backstory similar to what you get in The Dark Knight when he's telling all these different uh, origins of himself. But you see it all. This is, this is one of those stories, but you actually get a full movie seeing it. You know, it's all, he's, he, it's all in his head. He's telling you these things. So you don't really know what's real and what's not. And you even see some of that in the movie. Uh, you know, some stuff that all of a sudden you find out isn't real because he's a very unreliable narrator. Um, and it, 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 every time I've seen it, you, you know, you pick up on new things. Like, um, if you look closely, all of the clocks in the movie are set to the exact same time because it's all in his head, you know? So, so it's like, time's not really moving. It's just him telling the story and all of the clocks. It, so it's like if, when I'm, cause I think I caught that on the second viewing and that blew my freaking mind. Uh, it's, it's just little things like that, uh, that just. It really skyrocketed this movie and I've loved it more each time that I've watched it.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, my number three, uh, is one that I just recently watched. Uh, I, I rented it, uh, uh from Redbox and that's the Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, I really wanted to see it in theaters. I just didn't get a chance to. Everybody was raving about it. And I, when I finally re- rented it to watch it, I was like, there's so much hype that I was, wasn't sure if it was going to live up to it. And it totally does. Um, Shia LaBeouf is in rare form here. He gives a fantastic performance. I've heard that his performance in uh, Honey Boy is is just as good, but I haven't seen that one yet. Um, so this is like a great comeback year for him, apparently. But yeah, it, it's got everything is great in this movie. All the performances are fantastic. It's got a very heartfelt story to it. Um, and and as somebody who loves professional wrestling you know you get a little bit of that it's not like entrenched in it but it, it it does cover this movie it is you feel it throughout um and you get some cool cameos from from some wrestlers which is really neat uh, i i really it surprised me just how much uh this one really hit me and how much i really enjoyed it and i found out I thought this was a rated R movie because they dropped the F bomb like at least three three or four times in this movie. It's PG thirteen and I don't know how they got away with that, personally. There's um, I always there's a I couple always
0: that get away with it. I always
1: thought that the, the hard and fast rule was only they only got one that's like the what you we've always heard. But apparently that's not the case. I don't know if that recently changed mm. or what, but
0: No, because the movie The American President, they dropped three F bombs, but something about how it's used. Huh. Um if so it's, it's like not, if
1: it's not used sexually or something like that. If it's not
0: used to be like Yeah, yeah. Uh they could get away with a couple extra if there's nothing else really in the movie Interesting are worthy. Um and oh, uh if you go on IMDB in the trivia of the American President, it explains why it's only PG thirteen. Huh, okay. uh, um and uh so it's happened before but it's it's rare it's really rare uh because normally if you've you're dropping that many f bombs there's also other stuff going on yeah you know that automatically would disqualify it so that movie in particular is one of those movies that I watched and I'm like it's well acted it was well scripted I love I adore the boy um whose name I cannot remember at the moment um there, I, there was nothing I could like nitpick that was wrong with it. It just did not click with me.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean that happens. Yeah, uh,
1: not. I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be movies on your list that I was like,
0: "Yeah, that's okay." Yeah.
1: But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know why it just it really hit me, and and like I, 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 toward the end of it. So like, it, I don't know. It really hit me in a in a pretty strong way. Uh, my number two, um, I don't get a chance to watch a whole lot of foreign films, but when I do, I try to pick ones that are, are really gonna give me something to to think about and Parasite is my number two. It, I had, I had no idea what this movie was, was about when I went and saw it. I knew the name, I knew it was a foreign film, so I knew to, to expect to, to have to read subtitles, um. I literally, I didn't know. Cause like you yeah, have the name parasite. I'm like, I don't know if this is a horror movie. I don't know if this is a drama. I don't know if this is a comedy. I have no idea what this movie is about. And I was absolutely floored. I'm actually really glad that I didn't know anything about it because I was able to just get a completely raw, untainted uh, experience from this movie. And it was phenomenal. Um, it, my, the, the movie that I have at my number one has been there for a while, Uh so the fact that this one got up to number two and stayed there for for the the entirety of the time uh was very telling as how good it was to me. Is just I, I don't it was fantastic everything about it. This was another one of the the ten out of tens for me. Did you get a chance to see Parasite?
0: No. So okay. most of the movies that are on your list that are not on my list, almost every one of them is not on my list because I simply have not seen it.
1: Okay. Well, I highly um, recommend checking out all those movies that you have oh, seen. Oh,
0: yeah. I definitely yeah. want to. And it's, it's just a lot of it is a matter of we have to be very choosy about what we see in theaters because we have to line up a babysitter and all yeah. of that. And we have to
1: I strategically
0: pick what outings we choose to do. <laughs> um, the,
1: the first two years of my daughter's life, I saw barely anything in the theater. So I totally get that.
0: Yeah. We've probably seen more than most people um because since she's been born we've seen the rise of Skywalker twice. <laughs> um jo- uh, no no joker. Yeah, Joker. Um The Lion? No, we mm, Yes, The Lion King. Yes. We saw that when she was very young. That was the first movie we saw. And some there that's not it. We've seen other stuff. We've seen you, you, she's- you know
1: a good way like with a baby, a good way to see movies? The drive-in. Do you have drive-in out there near you? Nope. Ah. Uh, the first movie that we saw with her, she was a few months old. We went to the drive-in because we could just take her with us. She's inside the car with us if she needed to feed, we could just easily do that. Uh it was it, it was one of the best. It was I think what do we see? I think it was Pitch Perfect 3 and <laughs> The Fast and Furious Seven. It so like things a, where
0: if you got distracted by the baby, you still kind of know what's going on.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, this is cool. And then, at, you know, when she was two, I started taking her to to the animated movies. I think the first one I took her to was Despicable Me three. And so, like, Ooh. I've seen like every animated movie that's pretty much come out because I'll take she and she will sit in the theater through a whole movie. It's it's oh, incredible. Wow. Yeah.
0: Do your do any of your theaters do the summer program where they show um not older the newest yeah older ones yeah. and it's like $5 but you also get like popcorn and stuff
1: Um I have a few theaters around me uh we have a movie tavern that does the I think it's $3 and you get uh, a popcorn but the Regal that we have out here does $1 movies you don't get any like popcorn or anything but the movie's only a dollar so, and, and it's they, like an
0: older not yeah, a like brand
1: within movie. the last few years animated yeah. film kind of a thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. They run them uh two either two or all three of the theaters around here do that. Um and they run different movies and they're on different days. So yeah. you could see two movies a week with your kid. Yep. And they don't care. I mean, if they've never seen it or even if they have seen it, it's their favorite movie, they don't care cuz then they could go see it on the big screen and sing along with all the other kids you know my kid my kid will go
1: see it. i mean there was a time where we watched every single like all three of the toy stories because this is before toy story 4 came out all three of the toy stories plus the all of the short films literally every single day for like two months straight
0: oh yeah yeah. Was, um, yeah. <laughs> I, as <laughs> a as a former child myself, I watched. Um, I was a little older than that, but I watched Titanic every night. But just well, I, the first time. I
1: did. I did that with. Oh, Why well, you didn't want to get d- depressed watching the second tape?
0: Yeah. No. Nobody died. It just ended. It was a love story, and it. Ended.
1: I, I I did that uh for a long, with for like three months with uh the wedding singer. Every oh, night, man. I would put it on and go to to go to bed like with the wedding singer. I don't know why, but that that was my movie for quite a long time. Oh, that's funny. Um, so right, anyway, so my, my number one. Yeah. This is uh, a movie that I don't barely anybody talks about anymore, and it kind of upsets me because this is the ending of a trilogy, um, one of my favorite trilogies the best installment of this trilogy and one of the best animated films I've ever seen, how to train your dragon, the hidden world. It is phenomenal. I, it was the perfect ending to this trilogy to, like I said, one of my favorite trilogies, not just animated trilogies of all time. Uh, I just, I, 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 I have nothing bad to say about this movie. Just, it was my very first 10 out of 10 of the year. It came out in like February, I think and it stayed in my number 1 the entire year.
0: Wow. Yeah, it's just, it's, I have yet to see it. Oh I want God. to see it.
1: I love these movies How many movies
0: I... did you see this year
1: of tw- like uh,
0: 2019 releases?
1: Let me double check. Uh include including Little Women which I technically saw in 2020 cuz I saw it yesterday, uh 77.
0: <laughs> oh, holy shit. Okay, I saw 22. <laughs> and, and 22 is like a record for me i don't and, think I've and that's
1: of and that was kind of low last year i saw 87 oh i was tr- i was hoping to break 100 this year but um there was a time frame where so like i had movie pass and then uh they were really <laughs> screwing the pooch there for a while so i dropped movie pass i think in like january and then got cinemia which was one of the other ones and that was okay for a while. I, I mean, I was only getting like three movies um a month, but I was only paying $10. So, wasn't that, so you know what I mean? Yeah. It's still a good deal. Um but then they completely halted everything in the United States and so I was like, "Well, fuck me. I can't uh, I can't see anything pretty much." Luckily, I had like a shit ton of Regal points so I could still occasionally go and see some stuff um and I would occasionally cuz like I paying 13 bucks for a movie ticket I ain't doing that more than like once a month at the mo- really cuz that that's a lot. Um but then I think it was in August when Regal launched their unlimited plan, 21 bucks a month and I can see as many movies as I want throughout the month. Uh I awesome. think I, I think I saw 10 in December alone. Holy cow. And I'm only pay like you you go see two movies and that pays for it.
0: Oh plus, yeah. Plus you get
1: plus you get 10% off all your concessions done I, I, I it was the best decision i ever made um and so yeah i'm hoping that uh this year i'll be able to see i'll be able to break that 100 in the like in the theater um or at least 100 2020 released films whether they're in the theater and that's another story I, I i'm not hard pressed to say i have to see a 100 movies in the theater because that's you know two a week that might not happen but yeah. uh 100 2020 movies and with me doing this Three hundred and sixty-six films, if throughout the year, like new to me films, I, I'm really hoping that a hundred, at least a hundred of them, are uh, from this year. So
0: that shouldn't be too hard to do because as time trickles on, uh the movies from earlier in the year will end up like on demand and, yeah. and everything. Plus,
1: there there's so many like netflix originals that dropped this year that i missed i was like oh i'll put that in my queue i gotta watch that that'll be one of my 2020 or 2019 films and i just never got around to watching them so like that's something that i want to do like the movies that come out in 2020 i really want to keep up on those streaming ones as well to help boost that so
0: yeah that'll really help because those are i mean you're already paying for it Um, so that's my list. I'm
1: going to just go real quick, just do them without saying anything else about them. My number 10 was Avengers Endgame. Number nine was Booksmart. Number eight was Ford v. uh, Ferrari. Number seven was Bombshell. Number six was Marriage Story. Number five was Uncut Gems. Number four was Joker. Number three was Peanut Butter Falcon. Number two was Parasite. And my number one movie was How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World.
0: Awesome. Okay. So like I said, I only saw 22 movies this year and that was like... So we're gonna hear. We're me. gonna
1: hear half of your list. All right. Let's yes.
0: <laughs> yes. And one movie that definitely won't be on that list is Midsummer because if you listen oh. to last week, I bitched about this movie. I, I, You're it, killing I, me,
1: Smalls. No, Midsummer.
0: So I hate The Ring because it scared me. I think Midsummer is only the second movie I've seen that I actively hate. Like I oh. actively hate that movie.
1: So what is it about the movie that you hate? Because you're not the you are not the first person that I've heard this from, so um, I, it's it's, it's kind of like hereditary, where it's very it's very subjective when it comes yeah. to the people who like it and who hate it. And I feel like there's really not a lot of in the in the middle. It's either you really don't like this movie or you really do. I, I feel like I haven't heard a lot of uh, middle ground for it.
0: So what I told Jay Wade last week was hereditary. I still don't know how I feel about it. Like, it made me uncomfortable, of course. But something inside of me is still like, I still think it's a good movie. Okay. And I was hoping *Midsummer* would be the thing that would sell me on Ari Aster. Okay. And be like, okay, I'm drinking the (laughs) Kool-Aid. And instead, I was just like, I hate this fucking movie. I don't know why. No one was bad in it. Um.
1: Uh, yeah, Florence uh, Pugh was great in this there, movie. There
0: there was weird shit in it, obviously, but... Like, yes, the there was. The, the script itself was not bad in terms of, like, the dialogue wasn't cheesy. It wasn't anything like that. Yeah. I just was like, I don't get this movie. Like, it's just not for me, and I can't believe... I cannot believe I just spent this... These hours of my life doing this kind of a thing, and that lots of times I'm just like, eh, I don't like this. I, well, uh, I am I, had, I am I
1: to assume this is your number twenty two? Yes. You want to know what's funny? It's also what? my number twenty two.
0: That's funny, but for you, that's <laughs> I, just, I have a lot more
1: films. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. So I look, just think
1: it's funny that it's in the exact same spot technically. So
0: <laughs> here's what the funny thing is: for the longest time until I saw that, because I just saw that in the last couple of weeks. Um, until I saw that, Dark Phoenix was my lowest ranked movie for ever. I have
1: not seen Dark Phoenix yet. So I don't it's, know.
0: But it's, uh, it's just bad. Like it's just, yeah. you know, it's lazy, I would yeah. say. It's just lazy. Midsummer's not lazy. I'll, I'll give it that much. It is not a lazy movie. It's
1: extremely ambitious. Yes. But that's one of the things but, I loved about it. But yeah, no, I get it. Like I said, I feel like it's a love it or hate it kind of film.
0: Yeah. So it's just it's not my thing. Um so some honorable mentions, uh Marriage Story is a, is my number 11. It was my number 10 for a very long time. Um and something that I saw after it bumped it off. Uh Marriage Story So the reason it's not higher on my list is simply comes down to rewatchability. It is a very good movie that I'm never going to watch again. Because I get that it broke me. Like Yeah,
1: like like I said, that thing tore me, and I, I don't know if I could watch it again. I might be able to. Part of me wants to, cause just because of how good it is. But I don't know if I could.
0: Yeah, I don't think emotionally I can yeah. watch it again. But it is a very good movie with very good performances. So that's the only reason it's in. I that had a very play.
1: similar situation uh, to that with like Twelve Years a Slave. It's, it's a great film. I don't know if I could watch it again.
0: Yeah, well, that's like the movie Saw. I've never yeah. made it through a second watch I've, it, seen, all it seven, so, oh, I've all, seen all. Oh, I've seen all of those them.
1: movies many times.
0: I've seen all of them except Jigsaw. But oh, okay, um, I, can't, I saw that.
1: I saw that the weekend it came out.
0: <laughs> I can't watch it again, even yeah. though to me the first one is one of the most genius movies ever made. Yeah, oh it is.
1: It's I can't one do of, it. It's it's <laughs> one of my favorite horror movies. The first yeah. one.
0: Um another honorable mention is something I just watched recently, which was Shazam. Oh, I love it. It, it was so very good, good. Yeah, 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 we just watched it like two or three nights ago um yeah. and another I love,
1: one I love how much how much horror James Bond was able to put into oh my this, God into this movie. It's like you don't you wouldn't expect that from a movie like yeah. especially if you know anything about the character of Shazam from the comics he's they call him the big red cheese, he's the goofball, you know, and, and then to have these extremely horrific uh scenes with with the the seven deadly sins is just incredible the way he did
0: them yeah it was insane um and my third one that i do want to mention is um so this movie didn't make into my top 10 more for editing than for anything and that's the movie the report i thought
1: Is that on, that's on Amazon Prime?
0: It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah,
1: I haven't Um, watched it yet. I I saw, I was like, somebody posted something about it. I was like, oh yeah, that's that other Adam Driver movie that I still gotta watch. So so, I'll I'll probably watch that within the next week or so, but.
0: The editing's very choppy. It goes back and forth in time a lot. Um. I I
1: don't mind. Like I, for the most part, I like non-linear storytelling, like little women. Like if you watch the one from the nineties, it's a, it starts. When they're kids and it goes all the way to their adults. A straight line. But this new one, they do that non-linear thing where it starts when they're adults and it goes back and forth. But it's done in an extremely good way. Like, they do it really well. So, like, yeah, if the editing's not great, that can really throw off a, a movie.
0: It was. And there were times where I didn't know what time frame we were in. And it would take yeah. me a couple minutes into a scene to figure yeah. it out. And you that's really, not good. Yeah,
1: you really got to, like... Like, Nail it. like with little women, they change the color tone, but mm-hmm. so you can tell the difference.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was nothing and, like and, that. And
1: I love when they do that. And that's what they should do. And yeah, so like when you don't do stuff like that, I've seen other movies that do that kind of, that don't do that. And it's like, wait, wait, am, is this the past? I, I don't know what's going on right now. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. But it's good to story, know. So I'll be,
1: I'll be ready for that <laughs> when I watch yeah.
0: it. But to me, the story was very good. Okay. Um, but to get into my actual list, okay, my number 10 is Fighting With My Family.
1: Oh, it's so good.
0: It was. It was so, so good. Bad. And it was just – Florence Pugh was amazing. I love seeing Lena Headey be goofy um, yes. because being Cersei for so long, or, or, she or wouldn't a to Or as John would say, Lena Headley. Yeah, her. <laughs> um, My number nine is probably controversial, but it's The Upside.
1: I like that movie quite a bit. I mean it didn't make – My top 10, obviously, but I, I really enjoyed that. And I've never seen the original. I don't even remember what the fuck it was called, but, um, people were always, were like, Oh, this movie's nowhere near as good as as the original. I'm, I'm one of those people who's like, I don't give a fuck if they're, if it's a remake, if they make a good movie, it's, you know, if I enjoy this movie, what the fuck does it matter if it's a remake or not? Who, Who cares if the original is quote unquote better? So like I like, uh, I, I, I don't even know. Like, I like a, a good grilled cheese sandwich, but if you make it just a slightly less good grilled cheese sandwich, I'm still going to like that grilled cheese sandwich. I'm just I'm saying. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Uh, I don't
1: know why I went with grilled cheese sandwich. I'm probably hungry. I'm,
0: I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> my number eight is Joker, and I'm not sure why it's number eight. I could not figure out where to put Joker on my list because I still don't know how I feel about it.
1: How many times have you seen it?
0: Just the once. I think I, suggest, I need to watch it
1: again. I, I suggest yeah. at least watching it one more time. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I loved it the first time I saw it, but as I rewatched it, it, that's when I loved it even more. So, and you catch other things and more nuance to it, and that score really seeps into you. So,
0: yeah. My number seven is the reason that Marriage Story got knocked off my list, which number seven is The Farewell.
1: Uh, I just bought that digitally so that I could watch it. I haven't watched it yet, though.
0: I. I really liked it and I didn't mind. I don't mind subtitled movies because we watch yeah. everything with subtitles anyway. Oh um, really? We do. We watch everything with subtitles because um Darren he he I don't know that he has hearing loss. He just doesn't hear as sharply as as a lot of people. And so he likes subtitles. And then Kelly has learned how to um make noise. So watching oh, anything yeah. with her, she just talks through it, you know, in baby noise. That's so- why
1: I don't watch like TV shows when they air anymore. Um, Because I we got to a point where we would miss so much stuff because whether <laughs> something happens with the kid, we got to either leave the room or she's making a ton of noise. So we started just DVRing everything and would just watch it. At a different time.
0: Yeah. Um, my, it, it was very good. It's very sweet. Aquafina does a great job. Um, and it just, and it had so many funny moments. Like, and they even play with subtitles. Like they play great. It's so nice. funny. Um, my number I love, six. I love
1: Aquafina. She, she's, she's, she's been a, uh, quite a breakout over the last couple of years. So I, I'm pretty excited to see what she does.
0: Um, my number six is actually El Camino.
1: Oh, really? Interesting.
0: Yeah, okay. I really liked that movie. Hmm. Um, I was
1: like, I liked it, but as a movie, I was a little disappointed. Just mainly because it just felt like two episodes of the show. It, 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 I don't know. It just didn't feel enough like a movie to me. It just felt like here's the epilogue to the show, which was great in its own right. But I, I don't know. That's why it didn't w- wind up higher on my list. It was a, kind of in the middle of my list. I still really enjoyed it and I thought it was a great, uh, kind of tack on to the end of, of uh, one of the best shows of all time. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It just, it didn't quite hit the mark uh, as much as I was hoping it would.
0: To me, it is exactly what you said it is. And that's why I loved it.
1: Yeah. That, that's totally cool. That's yeah. what
0: I wanted. So, yeah. uh, yeah. My number five is book smart. All right, I loved it. I, <laughs> I just, I loved it. I thought it was funny and smart. Yeah. And those two girls have awesome chemistry. Yeah. And the I movie love-
1: starts starts off, and I'm just like busting out laughing. Yes. And they're like, outside and they're like doing the weird dance. She's like Caitlyn Deaver's doing like the weird dance in front of the car mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Oh my god, I love. I just, I just absolutely loved it.
0: Yes, that was amazing. My number four is Spider Man Far From Home. I think I liked it more than most people. Oh Uh, yeah I mean I know people are like, it's not as good as Homecoming. I liked it more than Homecoming. But I also really liked liked Ant Man and the Wasp more than Ant Man. Okay, and I think I like them people? about.
1: I think I like the two Ant Man movies about equal, but I do agree about the the two Spider Man movies. I do like. I,
0: uh, I love Far From better. Home, and mm-hmm. we have since bought it on Blu Ray or something, and it's around here somewhere. And I plan to watch it again. I just haven't gotten around to like rewatching a lot of stuff because I've been yeah. trying to like fill in the gaps of stuff I haven't seen.
1: Um, like the, pro- but- the problem for me with it is that I just feel like I don't think about it. Like, I love the movie, but I don't find myself being like, oh, yeah, man, Spider-Man Far From Home, man. I, I got to, I'm thinking yeah. about that. I got to rewatch that. I I just find myself not thinking about it. No matter how much I loved it, I just don't find myself thinking about it, really.
0: You know, I don't think I've watched anything on my, this entire list more than once. Yeah. Yes, I have. That happens that happens a lot. Thing. That happens
1: yeah. a lot to me. So just because yeah. I try to watch so much, uh, yeah. that, that a lot of times I don't get around to watching them again until like all quite a wh- while later
0: um my number three is in game okay i loved it yeah. um and marvel is hit or miss for me i don't love every one of their movies yeah i i,
1: I like all of their movies i don't think there's a single one that i dislike mm-hmm. um there are some that are like that was okay. I enjoyed it for the most part, but it's got some problems like Iron Man 2, uh, even some of Iron Man 3, uh, the Incredible Hulk, stuff like that. Um, I- I'm weird and I actually like Thor the Dark World more than the first one. Don't shoot me internet. I, I'm I, I actually, that way. Do
0: too. yes. I still don't love them. Yeah. Like they're not the best, but yeah. I actually like Thor <laughs> And I actually yeah. don't really think Ragnarok's the shit, like a lot of people do. Um, I, good, like, I like I like Ragnarok. It would it would
1: probably
0: be in my top ten MCU. Oh god, I don't even. But know I would have
1: to I list. would have to sit down and do that list. I know yeah. it's not in my top five, but I do really like Ragnarok. Um,
0: mm, yeah, I
1: know a lot of people are like it's like in their top five, and I'm just like, I mean, good for you, but I don't think I'd put it that high. <laughs>
0: So my number two was my number one for the longest time, and it is my only five out of five on this list. And it only – it got knocked out of number one purely on um, just my number – I'll get into my number one in a minute. But my number two is Downton Abbey.
1: Oh, yeah. I I do remember you saying that it was your your number one there for a while. uh, It was my number
0: one for so long. I –
1: I never watched the show, so I I never got around to watching the movie.
0: This movie, I have absolutely nothing to complain about. I could not think of a single thing to complain about. It was perfect. It was exactly what I wanted, walking into it. And you know, the transition from show to movie does not always work. And it worked beautifully here. I freaking love this movie. In fact, for Christmas... Darren bought me uh the most expensive version of the Blu-ray he could find that actually has a little recipe book in it from like ah. the times. In which awesome. This movie would have been set. And it's in this beautiful little case that looks like a book. Oh nice. Um, it, it's he's like, I bought the most expensive thing I could find. And I'm like, <laughs> Thank you. It's beautiful. So That's I need awesome. to I need to rewatch it. Um, and my I'm, cur- number- I'm
1: curious how, like, if it'll hold up for you. I,
0: I hope it does. So, so, I so when you rewatch it,
1: I'm going to need like a like
0: yeah.
1: a, a recap <laughs> as to whether or not it held up. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's not as good. I don't know, but I'm going to need to know.
0: I will let you know. And my sister-in-law and I saw it together. Uh, and, in fact, this would have been one of the movies I've seen since Kelly was born because it came out in the fall. And I love it. It, it was just perfect. I, I couldn't you rarely leave a movie saying I have nothing to complain about yeah. and I have nothing to complain about. And my number one is going to be uber controversial, but my oh. number one of the year was the rise of Skywalker.
1: Okay. I, uh, it, it just love... recently got bumped off my list because I saw like three or I think three or four movies in the last month that made it into my top 10. Um It was in there, uh but yeah, it just recently got bumped out.
0: Yeah, I, it, this was, this, this movie, just, I don't know why, but it just resonated with me, and I am not the world's biggest Star Wars fan. I am largely indifferent to the original trilogy. I can't even tell you the last time I watched any of them all the way through. I, I catch bits and pieces here and there, cause Darren puts them on all that's, the time. It's
1: interesting that this one made it to your number one then uh because it's this yes. one it's so full of nostalgia from the the original trilogy
0: yeah um the prequels i don't i've recently rewatched the prequels i just had a hankering yeah. and rewatched them and they're not great but i have all, a- all
1: three of the prequels are in the bottom of my Star Wars. They're
0: they're not great, but they're, they're not as completely trash as some people make them out to be. I mean, they're not great.
1: Like, like I've said, uh, I I said this, I think in, uh, one of the Discord servers that we have on here, that there's something to love, I think, in all of them. Yeah. Um, I just don't love all of the movies.
0: So the first Star Wars movie I ever fell in love with was The Force Awakens. Oh wow. Um, It's my number one. Um, or it's, it, it was my number one. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I haven't given it the test of time yet. The Rise of Skywalker might be my number one. Um, but that's hard to say right now. I've seen it twice. I love it. I, yeah. I, 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 love it too, so. I, I love the story. I'm not as, um, like for Darren, Luke Skywalker was everything yeah and so, how he was treated in the last Jedi, and of course that had to carry over into the rise of Skywalker, you know didn't sit well with him yeah, but see, from, i yeah.
1: I never had that problem with with Luke because as someone who you know i'm i'm thirty five when I was twenty i uh, I was a very different person, you know, and Luke Skywalker has had twice that amount of time to change as a person. Uh, so I, I never had a problem with him being this – starting off as this kid, this bright-eyed, bushy-tailed kid, and then becoming this cynical old man because it seemed to fit for me, you know? I didn't and, and, and either. And they I didn't... And, and Brian Johnson explains why, you know? So yeah. it, it worked for me. I don't. I don't know. I I never held Luke to this insanely high standard to where he has to be that person for the rest of his life because that is. I don't care if it's a movie. That's not realistic. And just saying, oh well, it's a movie. Uh, they got laser swords. So the character development should still feel realistic. Otherwise, what's the point?
0: Yeah, and that that part of the movie is not what bothers me. The Kanto bite stuff, that whole storyline bothers me. But yeah, but the Luke stuff I, didn't I'm bother a, me. I'm like second
1: and third viewings, I because I was real high on the Last Jedi when I first watched it, and I still I still love the movie. But um, yeah, rewatching it, there are more things as I've rewatched it. That I'm like, eh, that doesn't work. Like uh I didn't have a problem with the. Uh, Poe, uh, your mother joke or whatever at the beginning until I rewatched it. Yeah, I was like, yeah. eh, that doesn't work. And then the ass, yes, the Kanto bites. I'm like, eh, that really doesn't work. Even, I mean, I love Kelly Marie Tran, but her character doesn't, I don't know, just doesn't work. It almost feels like what's the point of her being there. Unfortunately, I just feel like she deserved a better character. And then yes. she got shit. She, she kind of did get shafted in this one, but. It's probably because JJ felt the same way that I kind of do. It's like her, she was almost kind of pointless. You know, she was really there for the Canto bite stuff to kind of foster a lot of that and then to stop Finn from killing himself, but they could have done different things with her.
0: Yes, so. for sure. Um, so that is my number one and I can't wait to see it again. I, I don't know that I'll get to see it in theaters again. It may have to wait till home viewing, but. I absolutely love that movie. So I've watched more movies this year than I think I ever have. Um, n- new movies. I watch movies constantly, but usually it's the same movies over and over again. So <laughs> yeah. I've that's, watched. Yeah.
1: I do the same thing, but then that's why I'm trying this new challenge so I can really yeah. fill in some of those gaps and broaden my, my, uh, my viewing instead of sitting there and watching the same movie again for the billionth time, watching A for like the 60th time or whatever. Oh my God. Fucking
0: movie. Yeah. Um, and we will get into some of our favorite movies, uh, yeah. in, from recent years here in a minute. But yes, before that, we- that, that is a
1: sneak peek of one of mine.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but before we do that, um, when Sean, Sean took on the task of compiling, making a joint list using a scoring system of, uh, just to remind y'all of who all made lists. It was Josh, Sean, me, Wade, Sarah, my husband, Mike, and David B we all made a list and Sean compiled them and based on basically a lot of it came down to what movies showed up the most often and i don't think it's necessarily that we had such different tastes i think a lot of it is just what we've seen we're not movie pundits so we haven't seen 200 movies this year like most people you know like people who report on movies all the time do
1: i'm i'm probably the closest out of everybody here yes because of what i do here you know um and i have and i didn't even get to break a hundred this year, so.
0: Yeah. So, um, I'm just going to quickly go through this. So our collective number 10 was Rise of Skywalker. Number nine was Rocketman, which I did which not I, see. I,
1: yeah. I, I bought it on, uh, Black Friday at Walmart. I still have not watched it yet, but I, I want to. Yeah. I really do. I, I will. That will be one of the ones on my, my crazy challenge that I will definitely be, be watching.
0: Number eight was Jojo Rabbit, which I have not gotten to see. And I, I take issue with the fact that there are so many movies that get released on limited release. Yep. Um, so people like you and me who, I mean, I don't live in a big city either and you don't either. I don't think any of us do. I think that Sean's probably the closest cause he's kinda sorta close to DC, but he's not like in well,
1: DC. Sarah lives in Jersey, right? She moved. Oh, did she? Okay. Yeah. Also, I thought, so, the last no. I knew she was in Jersey, but cause that was, that, yeah. that, would, that would therefore be kinda close to New York, but.
0: Yeah. yeah so we that. don't get to see these movies and then they're not available yeah. on, you know, VOD, uh, before the end of the year. So, nineteen
1: seventeen, it came yeah, out so like, with a limited release on Christmas, but it doesn't come out until like next week. And I'm like, I really want to see that.
0: Me too. But, and I would have, and it, it, it probably, it yeah,
1: it'll probably be on my list after the fact.
0: But yeah, yeah, I'm sure it will be. And th- that's that's something I really take issue with 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 the whole like cramming a movie in to be yeah. in the award in the season, office. but but. Yeah. Most of us, like the average person, has no opportunity to watch it before the Oscars ever come on. And it pisses me off. Yeah. Um, yeah. or anyway, that's a soapbox for another time.
1: <laughs> yeah, so number Jojo Rabbit, seven, number eight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, JoJo Rabbit was number eight, number seven's marriage story, number six is Peanut Butter Falcon.
1: I'm glad um, that both of those made it on this list.
0: I am too. Um, even though, like I said, Pamela Falcon didn't resonate with me. I love it when the smaller movies click with people. Um, number five is Knives Out, which I'm actually really happy that this one made it on.
1: Like, yes, it didn't make it into my top 10, but I still loved it. And I'm glad it's on here. I'm glad that other people here, uh, really loved it. So
0: yeah. Number four is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I've not gotten to see yet.
1: I haven't either, but I am starting my, uh, Quentin Tarantino director watch through this weekend, so uh mm. within the within the week I will watch it. So mm. uh
0: three is Book Smart. Yes. Two is Joker, and one is Endgame, which makes sense because that yeah. was, that was probably on everyone's list somewhere.
1: Sean, uh, was telling me, uh, cause I, before I came on here, for those, of you, I'm gonna do a little, a little behind the scenes for all the people listening, um, I recorded a little bit on Afterlife on the last episode of our Collider Live, uh, after show, uh, and Sean was telling me that, um, Endgame was originally number two and David B submitted his list. He was the last one to submit his list and it bumped Avengers Endgame up to number one.
0: That's funny. Yeah.
1: I guess it was originally Joker and then Endgame and his list forced a switch, uh, to the other way. Yeah. So
0: I feel like Endgame is deserving in the sense that it's going to stand the test of time in terms of what it accomplished. Yeah. I, I could say um, I, I agree with that. It is and a very, it, it accomplished a lot this year in terms of box office, in terms of being the culmination of 22 movies. Um, and being successful, like being a successful culmination, it did so much. So I feel like it's completely deserving, even if people like Martin Scorsese think it's um a uh amusement park, whatever he said. Yeah. Um and apparently we're supposed to be watching more movies like, you know, Midsummer and shit like that that made me wanna hey, like I I've watched it. a ton
1: of movies and Endgame is my number ten and so there's a ton of other movies that I like more more than it. Well specifically nine, I guess I should say. I shouldn't say a ton, but um far and, more but, you like less. But I still loved Endgame. And like yeah. look, I love these smaller films like something like Uncut Gems and stuff like that. But that's not gonna take away from how much I loved and how good Endgame really yeah. is. So
0: absolutely. So the other big uh, topics of discussion were um, we also closed out a decade here. So uh, they talked a lot on Tuesday. And part of the reason I think why Tuesday ran so long for them, they were talking about movies they love from this decade. Now, Christian specifically told them to name one movie. So they were kind of going around the table. Everyone was naming one movie. And then Ben Goddard rattled off like 12. And I'm like, can you not follow a fucking instruction?
1: Uh, this, this kid, I mean,
0: <laughs>
1: well, in general, kid. I like Ben. He, uh, he does a podcast with, uh, one of, one of my online pundit friends. Uh, her name is, uh, Ashley. She's the, the movie oracle. They do a podcast together. So that's how I kind of first heard of him and then started seeing him on here. And in general, I like him, but he has some. What the? You know, I'm gonna Don't use takes. a term. Yeah, I'm gonna use a term that they used to use. He has some really dong takes. Okay, last week selections.
0: Last week with Wade, I was really giving him the benefit of the doubt. I was saying, okay, when he said good <laughs> movie, yeah, I he heard I didn't mean it. Blah blah blah. But after all the shit he said this week, I'm like, no, he's just fucking idiot sometimes. So I mean, not always. But I'm done defending him. Like, he says <laughs> stupid shit and then doesn't – and then sticks to his guns even though what he said made no sense. But anyway, that's beside the point. Also, I'm pretty sure he waxes his eyebrows, but that's totally a, a different subject. Um, oh, that's a, and that's not a compliment. I don't think men <laughs> should be doing that kind of – like, I that's know. too much maintenance. Yeah. Um, So – what are some of our favorite movies from the past decade? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say you name one, and then I'll name one, and we'll go back and forth for at least a few. Okay.
1: Uh So uh, I'm going to start kind of not with like my favorite favorites, so we'll get into that as I go, and that's not really ranked, but uh, I'm going to start neither. with one of yeah. the one of the ones that I, I really love. This one, it was the my favorite of the year when it came out, and that's the Way Way Back. Never seen it. it it's got, um, Steve Carell. It's got Tony Collette. It's got, uh, Sam Rockwell. It's a coming of age story. It's, it's so good. And it hit me in a way. I just, I connected to it like on a deep level. And so I just, I think about it all the time. When people talk about like best coming of age movies, I always say this one just because of how much I absolutely loved it. So I would definitely recommend it.
0: Awesome. Um, so I, I want to say this, everything that I'm going to name are, I only wrote it down if it's something that I go back and rewatch a lot. So, um, one of the ones is, uh, The Conjuring. I actually go back and I I rewatch it. It's my favorite horror movie. It's one of my favorite movies. There was a period of time where I watched it at least once a week. For months. And there are still parts. I have not physic I'm not actually seen. Oh. Because it, it scares me. I don't want to see. What the thing looks like. So I still really don't know what she looks like. Oh wow. Even though I've watched this movie so many times. Because when I say I'll rewatch a movie. It's on. Like I'm not sitting down glued to the TV. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh it's a very weird background noise kind of movie considering yeah. it's like oh, a, a straight up horror movie but I love yeah. it. Okay.
1: It's funny cuz the the Conjuring was the very first movie I ever reviewed. Uh <gasps> for a, a site called Previously Untitled. Uh they, they it's it's not really around anymore. They don't do anything anymore. They haven't done anything for for quite a long time. Um but yeah, in 2013 as the very first movie I ever reviewed, and I love it. I still love it to this day. I I love the second one. Um,
0: I do too. It's not the same though. No. It's not. And it's I not I enjoy
1: most not of the movies out of that franchise. Um, I do not like the first Annabelle. Um, mm-hmm. and none was kind of eh. It was okay, but it wasn't great.
0: It was uh, a fun the, theater experience, yeah.
1: and the same for uh, La Llorona. It was okay, but not great.
0: And that scares um, me for The Conjuring 3 a little bit, because that's the same yeah. character. But I'm we'll hope- get into that I, in a minute. I mean,
1: I, I loved um, the second two Annabelle movies, Uh mm-hmm. and so I'm hoping that it kind of goes more that route and and, and, and you know, the regular just The Conjuring route than it does things like La Llorona and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm i very worried, um, especially because I've heard it's kind of like... Uh, Almost like a courtroom type thing, uh, where it's like the first, um, courtroom case of possession, like possession murder or whatever. Mm. Uh,
0: that's,
1: that's what that's I've heard. I don't, I don't know if that's what it is, but that's what I've heard. Um, so I'm, I'm interested in that as a story. I just hope that they can actually pull it off and make it as good, even if it's not as good as the first two, as long as it's still good, I'll be happy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so what's another movie of yours?
1: Another one is baby driver. Another one where oh. that was my favorite of the year, uh, when it came out. Yes. I know that he, who shall not be named is in that movie, but, um, he, oh, he, whatever you can't yeah.
0: avoid every movie that he, a he, bad person has ever been. And, in. That, and that's
1: the thing. He gives a great performance in that. It's a movie. great
0: performance in everything. He yeah.
1: does. Um, even when he's being crazy on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Ansel Elgort, uh, I think it's Louis James. Their their chemistry is off the charts, and just Edgar Wright's sense of filmmaking style and his musical choices. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. It's it's like I said, it was my favorite of the year, and I will defend it to anybody who who, who tries to to tear it down. It's one of my favorite Edgar Wright films, and uh yeah, I, I love it.
0: Um, another one that, well, I, I've, I've seen Baby Driver. I liked it. I've, n- I've not revisited it. I've not been like tempted to revisit it, even though. I think And I, I hear know.
1: that from a lot of people. Yeah. and I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I just love this movie. I don't know.
0: Things, things just connect with you. Um, another movie I watch, uh, I haven't watched it in a while, but I, I've watched it many, many times is the Silver Linings playbook.
1: That's, that's a great movie.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, it's depressing as hell in some places yeah. but bradley cooper has never been better
1: he's hit both of them him and jennifer lawrence are fantastic they have great chemistry even uh i think it's robert de niro's in that plays the dad he's even he's good in it um, and he can be hit or miss
0: Yes, and I'm going to break my own rules and name another one only because for whatever reason they're lumped together in my brain, which I've got is, a,
1: I've got a few more on my list anyways. So. Yeah. Uh
0: which is the perks of being a wallflower. Okay. Um I think it's because that in Silver Linings Playbook hit me in the same feels. Like I don't know how to describe it. They're not the same kind of movie, but they both just sort of like Hit this certain point part in my heart that I'm just like I love yeah. this movie. <laughs> um, some more of yours. You can name uh, more than one if you want to. I have a few uh, more. Oh,
1: oh. Uh, technically, I will in, in this one. Uh, all three How to Train Your Dragon movies came out during this decade. Uh,
0: that's How to Train Your Dragon. One is on my list.
1: Yeah, all three of them because for to me they all were progressively better than the last. So like I loved the first one. I loved part two more and part three. It was out of bounds for me. I absolutely adored it. That's why it's number one this year for me. Um, so yeah, all three of those movies are fantastic. Um, and like I said, they've become one of the, my favorite film trilogies. Uh, one of my, some of my favorite animated films of all time. So yeah, absolutely the, the How to Train Your Dragon series.
0: Awesome. Um, for me, I think the biggest one is the social network. I watch that movie yeah. all the time. Yep. It's, it's really great. Um, I, I watch the social network quite a bit. Um, another couple movies that I've watched over and over again for whatever reason, even though they kind of deal with hard things that happened in, in our society would be big, sh- the big short.
1: I haven't seen that one. Yet.
0: <gasps> oh yeah. my God. I've watched it like 25 times. Over. Oh wow. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, I, I freaking love this movie. I don't even own it. It was on a streaming service like Netflix or something, and then it it was gone. And I really need to buy it because I freaking love this movie. <laughs> um, and the other one is Spotlight, which is extremely. I haven't hard. seen that one either. Extremely hard to watch because it's about the Catholic priest scandals. Yeah, the but... only
1: the only I think like the only like like newspaper one that I've seen is the Post.
0: Haven't even seen that, nope.
1: Yeah, I think that, I think that was last year. Yeah, but I hadn't seen, yeah, I haven't seen the other two,
0: so. Yeah, and I have, uh, uh, we already talked about Star Wars, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, those are both, you know, we talked those to death, and I have one more on my list, which is Moana. I I'll love be totally Moana. honest,
1: I've only seen like the first 30, 40 minutes of it maybe, don't and that's not a because daughter? I don't, yeah, she has seen it, but like, the three times that it has been put on, two of them, I got about a half hour in, and I had to leave to go to work both times. Mm-hmm. And then the it's third so time, perfect. I had to do something else, and I had to leave. And I just haven't oh, gone back it, to watch it.
0: Okay, well, that's your homework for tonight. Go see, go watch Moana. <laughs> it could be your movie for tomorrow.
1: All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of what I saw, it I really enjoyed. I just haven't finished it.
0: Oh, it's so good. Uh, do you have any more you want to mention I from do. the I do. I have,
1: I have three more that I wrote okay. down. Um, the first one is Inception.
0: Okay. I loved it. didn't, it love didn't hit Inception. me the way it hit a lot of people.
1: Like, it is probably my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. Um, I I love all that kind of like I said I'm a big sci-fi person so I, like, I love all that weird shit uh you know the going into different levels of this whole thing and the the crazy like turning world and all that shit like I I really dug it um and I've watched it a few times and I, I've liked it every single time I I've really enjoyed it um my next one is Easy A which I talked about before <laughs> it it's it is it's weird to say but it's in my top ten of all time. Cause I absolutely love this movie. I have watched it probably a hundred times. I love this fucking movie. It is one of my, it is one of my favorite comedies of all time. Just, I don't know what it is about it that really resonates with me, but I, I don't know. I, I've never found anything that I dislike about this movie. And my number one, I, I will say this is my number one because it is my, uh, I think it's like my number five of all time is scott pilgrim versus the world really when i first watched this movie
0: i was like "Eh,
1: that's okay then the second time i watched it, i was like yeah that, that's good that's way better than the first time i watched it and every single time that i have watched it and i've watched it quite a few times now it has literally gotten better and i've liked it more every time that i have watched it and it grew to land so high on my list. So like if, if this movie had, if you were asking me in 2010 when this movie came out, it wouldn't even hit my list. But because I have watched it so many times and it has grown and I've loved it more and more and more, it has stood the test of time for me. And I, yeah, it's one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, I do, I, I just thought of one when you mentioned EZA, I thought about comedies that I love. And I have a guilty pleasure comedy that Darren and I watch. We haven't watched it in a while now, but we've, we've watched it over and over again. Is that awkward moment.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, the one with uh, Zach Efron and Michael B. Jordan.
0: Yes, and, and, Miles, and Teller. Miles
1: Teller. And Mackenzie yeah. Davis
0: when she was not
1: famous, famous at, all. at
0: all. Yeah. Oh, my God. We laugh so much of that movie. I was
1: surprised how much I liked that movie too.
0: Oh my god, we watch we've watched it so much. Another movie not from this I think it was it would have been from the early 2000s that we watch all the time is Wimbledon. And it's, I've never seen that. Like this is Oh, it's not a great movie, but for whatever reason we love it. Like we just watch it over and over <laughs> again. Um and uh Paul Bettany is like the main character him and, and uh Kirsten Dunst. And
1: um, I remember they asked a a Wimbledon question on Yeah, Slowdown recently. Yeah, and I, I like they they asked the question, and I'm like, I don't know, is it Battle of the Sexes? Because it was like the only tennis movie I knew. And they were saying they said Wimbledon, and I'm like, I, I've never seen it. I do. I've never uh, even heard of it, to be honest with you.
0: Well, like, oh, okay, that's where Darren and I picked up the phrase "fuck a duck." We say fuck a duck all the time because oh, awesome. he, he says it in the movie because he's British, so they say weird shit. They, uh,
1: I say the phrase suck a duck because that's from Jane Silent Bob straight back.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> so in a similar vein, so that's sort of looking back on this past Real, real quick,
1: I th- like as you were talking about comedies, like a couple more popped in my head, and that's the 21 and 22 Jump Street movies. Uh I love those. I hate
0: movies. them. I, oh, I really? Them. Oh, like
1: you're them. killing me. I watched them so many times, and and yeah, they they really hit me. Yeah, uh, and I really love those. So I just want to throw that out real quick. Anyways, uh. on to the next.
0: Yes. So sort of quickly, um, because uh, this should be easier to do because it's just one year. So we've looked back on 2019. We've looked back on the whole decade. What are we looking forward to in 2020?
1: For me, um, I have a list of technically nine films. I'm going to clump the first three together uh, and then I'll have the other six that I'll talk a little bit about as we go through. Um, so there's a lot of superhero movies coming out this year
0: uh-huh. and, I love,
1: and I love those kinds of movies. Um, and so the three that I'm lumping together, they're all female led. And that's Black Widow, Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman 1984. I am really excited for all three of these movies.
0: I only put one of them on my list. Can you okay. guess which one it is?
1: Hmm. Wonder Woman?
0: Nope.
1: No? Is that not mm-hmm. it? Nope. Black Widow? Nope. <laughs> wow, it's Birds of Prey. Okay.
0: Yes, cause I, I, I don't know what this movie's gonna be. I, I like, so here's the thing. It's not that I'm not looking forward to the other two. I kinda know what they're gonna be. Fair enough. I get. I don't know what birds of prey is going to be, so I'm looking more forward to it. It has my curiosity.
1: Like, like I said, I love all these types of movies, and I was like, I felt like I didn't want to just like sit there and put all of these superhero movies on the list because, like, that that would just be that would be the list. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna pick a few out, and I'm just gonna kind of lump them together, and that'll be that. Um, But it
0: is going to be a cool movie in terms of all the. The female-led superhero yeah. movie, it's
1: and there's a bunch amazing. of other ones coming out too. I mean, you've got like, uh I think the Eternals comes out next year. They're gonna actually release New Mutants, which I don't know if if I'm anticipating that, but I mean, I'm definitely gonna watch it because I'm like, what the fuck is this shit show gonna yeah. look like, you know? <laughs> uh, and I know there's Great way there's to some walk other movies. Yeah. yeah. So what are your
0: other six? <laughs>
1: um, the new Pixar film, Onward. I, I didn't really... put that on
0: my list i didn't write it down but i meant to it uh, didn't just... it, it didn't make it on my physical list but i am looking forward to it ever
1: since that first trailer i've been sold on it and then every trailer that they've shown since i'm like this looks fantastic i'm really excited um my another one uh they just dropped a trailer yesterday for it and that's a quiet place too mm-hmm Oh, I, I, I didn't write that one, one down
0: either. Okay, I didn't write that down because when I made my list, I had not seen the trailer yet. And then Darren and oh, okay. I watched the trailer just before we started recording. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God, yes, I'm excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I absolutely loved the first movie. Uh It's one of mm-hmm. my favorites. And so I was like, I don't know. How are they going to do this? And then seeing that trailer and, and seeing just how – like seeing them go back to the beginning – like to, to how, when it all started, um, and then seeing them after, like pretty much right after the you know, the events of the first film, like they're really just going in, and it looks, you know, it's got the same tone. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm really pumped for it, if it's anywhere near as good as that first one, uh, I'm down. Ah, uh, see, I also got uh Godzilla vs. King Kong. I just nope. watched <laughs> I just watched uh Godzilla King of the Monsters today. Uh and it was I thought it was really good. Um it had some issues, just like it's better than the first Godzilla. Um not quite as good as Kong Skull Island, but I really enjoyed both and I'm really looking forward. I mean, it's that if I was going to like rank them, it would probably be at, at the lower end of my anticipated list, but I am really looking uh forward to
0: that one. Um so that's I, half
1: my list. So let's I kinda wanna I hear about some seen, of your
0: I have never seen a Godzilla or a King Kong in Any my life. of
1: any sort? Nope. Oh nope. wow. Yeah when I was younger I used to watch all those like old school Japanese mm-hmm. ones with my dad. Um and I just watched both the 2014 Godzilla and then Kong Skull Island this year uh because I was uh getting I was going to get going to watch uh king of the king of the monsters but then I just never watched it until today.
0: So. Mm. Well, my list starts with 1917 because I don't care what they say, it's a 2020 movie. <laughs> um, I mean, I
1: I mean when I watch it it will probably go on my ni- 2019 list cuz I'm a stickler for uh uh if it's going to be in the Oscars, I still got to put it on on that list. I'm just weird that way. But I'm still looking it, forward I, to watching it yeah, this year. <laughs> it's it's definitely I wrote, cause like for a while there, when I would go to see movies at Regal, they would show this like behind the scenes thing for it and how, you know, it would talk about how they uh, the movies, this like pretty much this one long, uh, single tracking shot, you mm-hmm. know, where the cameras are just following them the whole time. And I'm like, this is like, I'm not big on war movies, but seeing them talk about it this way and, and trying out this new technique, I'm like, I really, Want to see this movie and see how it how it comes out and like it really sold me on it, so yeah, it's definitely one of mine t- as well. I didn't put it on my list, but it's definitely one that i am excited for, and we'll be checking out uh I think it comes out wide next weekend, so
0: it does, yeah, um, I'm also looking forward to tenet
1: yeah i didn't i honestly, I forgot to put it on my list, <laughs> but the trailer looks fantastic it and does. I'm it crazy. I'm curious if it, if he's gonna link it. To, uh, Inception, that's the rumor that it's yeah, in the it same seems world.
0: Yeah, it's very, very Inception-y. Yes. Yeah, so, um, and, and,
1: and, um, was it John David Washington? He's, he's really blown up. He's, like, I loved him in Black Klansman. Uh, so I'm really excited to see him do more stuff.
0: Um, I was not looking forward to this movie until I saw the trailer in theaters, which is Mulan.
1: Yeah. I honestly forgot about that one too, but it does, the trailer does look really good.
0: Yeah. And, and I and bet you
1: it'll be a movie that Jay Wade would be willing to watch since there's no singing in it.
0: Yeah. It just, it looks really interesting. Yeah. Well, Mul- Mulan was never, uh, one of the Disney movies I really watched. Um,
1: yeah, yeah I mean, I've seen I mean, it a, a couple time of times, but, yeah. Yeah.
0: but it wasn't one of the ones I owned and rewatched and whatever, yeah, but somewhere. I, I think. I I think this has potential to be really good. We already talked about Birds of Prey, and yeah. we actually already talked about my last movie on my list, which is The Conjuring 3. I'm excited. That's on my because, list as well. Yeah. Yep. Because The Conjuring is my favorite horror movie of all time. Yeah. Um, I love The Conjuring 2 as well. I love The Conjuring, the first one, yeah. more, but 2 is still a very stellar movie. I rewatch them both all the freaking time. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm very scared because James Wan is not directing it, and it's the dude that did La Llorona. Yeah, so yeah. that's got me scared. Yeah,
1: I, I, again, I, I'm trying to stay optimistic about it. Yes, but, and, and that is one of the reasons why it is on my my anticipated list. But yeah, that uh that does kind of put a little bit of a red flag up for it. But I guess we'll I guess we'll have to see see how he does with it.
0: So what else? Uh, quick um, on so on your- so
1: you, you you already listed Conjuring Three. I have two more on my list that uh, I came up with, and that's Halloween Kills. Um, how the original Halloween is my favorite uh, horror movie of all time. It is in my top ten of all time list. Uh, I I love it. And when they did this sequel reboot thing, whatever, uh, you, I don't know what the hell you want to call it, um, that they just did what, two years ago or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it was the last year. I don't even remember. I think it was 2018. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I had a great time That's watching it. it, and I thought it and I thought it worked really well. Um, I I remember watching Halloween H2O in the theaters. So seeing the like because it's essentially a very similar type of of setup where you know it's so many years later and he's coming back after her. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not really coming after her. She's really going after him. Really. Uh, in this one, but it, I think that they did a far better job with that simple type of story, or that similar type of story, I should say, um, in the new Halloween than they did in H2O. And that's one of the reasons. And they did some amazing, had some amazing cinematography, had some fantastic shots. The score was great. I, I absolutely loved it. So even though the the name Halloween Kills ain't that great, the movie itself is one that I'm really looking forward to. Um,
0: I didn't even realize this movie was coming out. Yep.
1: Uh and my my the last one that I put on my list is Bill and Ted 3. Uh, I can't remember what the actual yeah. title of it is, but I love the 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 2 Bill and Ted movies. They're fantastic. Um and I've been waiting for them to do they, they've been talking about doing this movie for so long. And the fact that both uh Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves are are coming back and doing this, I I'm super pumped for it. So, I'm really excited to see what they do with it.
0: Um, yeah, I've never seen a Bill and Ted. Ah, you're killing me. (laughs) That's not entirely true because a boy used to babysit. I remember him watching it one time, but I was not paying attention to it. Yeah. So I'm not super interested in that, but, (laughs) um, to each their own. Um, that's our, that's
1: our anticipated list.
0: Yeah. There's, so. Uh, lots of movie talk this week, but I mean, that's just bound to happen at the beginning of a, a new year when you're in this sort of space. Um, I do hope to watch more movies this year. Yeah. Um, I want to try to make a goal to watch more movies throughout the year so that I'm not having to do the December like cram like I did this year.
1: Here's, here's something for you. Try to watch one brand, like a 2020 film every week, one a week. That'll put you at 52 by the end of the year.
0: Yeah. So yeah, and that,
1: that'll put you way over what you had this year. And even okay. if it's just something that's brand new on streaming where you can sit at home with with the baby and the husband and just and watch it that way, you know, those count. So
0: that's yeah. what I would
1: recommend you try.
0: Uh, I, that might be what I try to do because I mean, I, I just, I, I really want to. You know, I, I love film. And uh, here at the beginning of the year, it'll probably be a lot more of catching up on 19 because I like yeah. to catch up on whatever I can in terms of uh movies that are getting a lot of buzz for awards. Yeah. So that'll probably be my focus for at least a little while. But that all dies down, you know, come like, what, February? Yeah. Um. So... Uh, I, I'm hoping to, to get in a lot of 2020 movies and a, a lot of them will have to be at home. Like I said, we can't go out to the movies like, like we used to Ever, you know, we used to go like all the time, like almost every weekend we were at a movie. Yeah. And we just can't do that anymore, but, oh, um, I, I uh. I hear that. <laughs> and I mean, a once lot of you get
1: a little different. older, you may be able to yeah. do more of that, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, I guess we need to address the elephant in the room. I held it off till the very end, but, um, I I was, I was afraid we'd just talk about it nonstop and not get to anything else. And obviously we had a lot of content to cover this week. Um, so.
1: And and I'd really, and I'd rather bring down the tone at the end than start off in a tone.
0: Yeah. So as we all know, Collider canceled a lot of their shows, um, movie talk, (laughs) Jedi Council, Collider Live, Heroes, plus I think some other stuff that wasn't listed is basically Probably. dead, too. Um, in addition, they fired a bunch of people. Yes, um, they did.
1: And they gave uh, them pretty much no notice.
0: Yeah, they told them, like an or, or at least told Roxy, and I'm pretty sure told other people as well, like an hour before they put a tweet out. I um, I
1: I heard that some of them found out because of the tweet.
0: Oh, well that's great. So yeah, I don't we know, know exactly, sure. but
1: that's just what I've heard. So
0: So I think we know for sure that Roxy, Riley, Roca, Coy, and Emma all lost their jobs. Yeah. Um there's some people who are kind of up in the air, like I don't know. Like I haven't heard confirmation either way. Um I know for a fact that um Darina, Darina kept her job. Darina's
1: staying, Perry's staying, uh Cody Hall staying, Jeff Snyder is staying. Um I'm pretty sure Alex was an intern and he's probably I think he, I'm pretty sure I heard that he was got he's gone. So Alex is out. Um all, I'm pretty sure all the dot com people are staying because it's separate. Um yeah. and on uh
0: Roxy's oh, yeah. live Amy, stream. Did you
1: did you say Amy?
0: I did not say Amy. I'm Amy, missing Amy, Amy Dallin. Amy, yeah. Amy's
1: gone. Yep.
0: Um, on Roxy's live stream that she did yesterday after all this came out. Um, and I totally missed her saying this, but Darren told me about it later. Apparently Frosty didn't even know what was going on because he was uh. like, he like made a joke or something, not realizing that, um, um, Sad was in the middle of firing Roxy. When he oh, like, geez. said something really lighthearted and made a joke and walked into the room or whatever. Oh, wow. So it was completely disorganized. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I... Oh, sorry. Yeah. And very. I said, that,
1: I said this on, um, on Afterlife. Uh, it reminds me, do you watch, have you watched The Office?
0: Uh, parts of it, yes.
1: Well, in in one of the later seasons there is a character called Robert California. He takes over uh he, he essentially becomes the CEO of Dunder Mifflin. Oh, and God. T- toward the end of his run, um there's an episode where he gets drunk and closes one of the branches. Just out of nowhere. And it was like one of the best branches. He just he gets drunk and he closes the branch. And it, shortly after Dunder Mifflin goes under. Um and, and gets bought by by somebody else like he, he he pretty much tanks it Uh, and that's what it it, it makes it, it makes me feel like that's what it reminds me of. It's like it, it did, did Mark Fernandez just get drunk and decide, you know what screw all this stuff I'm canceling it all like I don't I don't know what happened um but the way he went about doing it is the thing that I think pisses me off and probably pisses a lot of people off the most um, like when he's done a, when he's done all these other changes, uh, they've done the those town halls, and even when like Christian left, they addressed it on air. They talked about it, and and, and, and was there.
0: And Christian said today on SEN Live that so he's sort of offhand mentioned it before, but didn't go into detail. But today he flat out said it was not my choice to leave. But I yeah, was I heard
1: that. I was like, yes. whoa! I don't it
0: think basically sounded that. like what
1: he he got they wanted
0: they wanted him to do did not align with what he was able to do schedule wise and they're basically like there's no place for you anymore is what it sounded like and but they at least let him like sort of work through and and Uh get get on his own feet before they just like kicked him out they just totally kicked everyone out like it's
1: like right after christmas you come back from the new year and boom you don't even have jobs.
0: It's and like, most of these the people fuck? were probably banking on this paycheck because you know that they've they've probably been completely without a paycheck for like two weeks.
1: Yeah. And most of these people are freelance, so it's not like they're getting severance pay or something like that. No. They're just, they're, they're just gone.
0: Just, now, Riley and Roca were full-time. Like, full-time employees probably with benefits and stuff. And I don't don't know know. if they,
1: and I don't know if they have severance in general, but if they do, a lot of them ain't getting it.
0: Right. Um, Um, I cannot believe, so Riley was such a big behind the scenes kind of person. I cannot believe he's gone. Roka. I mean, he,
1: he's the person who like set up the majority of the celebrity interviews and stuff and like, and got, he was the one who, he was the producer who got all those people mm -hmm. onto, to afterlife. And Or on the afterlife, onto Collider Live, and it, you know, I know that one of the things that Fernandez is going is is wanting to focus on is celebrity content to get rid of somebody like him who's who was behind all of that stuff and had, probably has a lot of those contacts. It seems real short sighted. I, I don't know what he's thinking. This whole like I said this. Uh, I've said this on Twitter a bunch. I said this on Afterlife. This whole deep fake thing that he's focusing on. It's just this, so bad. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's the thing. Mark Fernandez is all about what's hot right now. He got in at the ground floor of Bitcoin and that's how he made all his money. So it's like, okay, yes, sure. Bitcoin took off. That doesn't mean everything is going to. And this deep fake thing. Yeah. You know, They've got, they've done, I think eight videos, maybe half of them, half or less, zero, three or four of them have broke a million views. And sure, that is a lot of views, but unless you're putting out two or three of these a week and they're all hitting a million views, th- it, this is not a sustainable way to, to, to run a business. And it's not going to last. Like, there's no way, uh, Sean talked about, you know, eventually the government's going to crack down on these things because this it's going to it's going to get out of control uh there's a lot of people talking about how this upcoming election is most likely you're going to see a lot of this stuff a lot of this deep fake stuff that's you know to try to discredit uh uh candidates and, and whatnot and when stuff like that happens the government's going to crack down on it and then where's fernandez and clyde are going to be they're going to be nowhere they're going to be out of business because that's what they're banking on are these are these deepfake things because the other shows that they've that they're keeping, they don't do the kind of numbers that Collider Live and Movie Talk do.
0: I'm just Thomas so goes, confused because yeah. this is what they they this is what they were built on the the yeah. the video side of things yeah. was built on and and here's the thing you could yeah, have
1: because they bought AMC, them they up. essentially they took over AMC's movie news stuff so AMC Movie Talk AMC Collider or AMC Heroes AMC Jedi Council all that stuff they took on. And made it their own.
0: Well, and they could have, I mean, if they weren't getting the views they wanted, they could have done some different stuff. Roxy was blaming herself today. This is not Roxy's fault. Not Uh, at all. They had barely had a couple months working on this. And and it's, it's hard to even say that because, like, you had Thanksgiving in the middle of that. You had Christmas. You had New Year's. Like, they didn't have time to get into a real good rhythm. And... They were doing just fine, like, t- to me, and I-, I just, I don't see where the logic is. I don't trust Fernandez. Um, I don't trust his judgment. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I don't know who's making these decisions with him, or if anybody is, or if everyone's just, like, uh, if he's just, like, you know, a king making decisions. I wouldn't um, be
1: shocked. Um from what I understand, he's the reason that John Campio won't step foot in Collider ever. That's why he's not he hasn't been on the Schmodown, uh because it was still filmed on, in Collider studios and he refuses to step foot in a Collider
0: studio. Yeah, um yeah, John Campio's had some interesting tweets about this and i think one of them got deleted <laughs> and
1: i and i know a lot and i know there's plenty of people out there who do not like him I, aren't you one of them who do or aren't really yeah, a fan of Campia? He, yeah yeah
0: he's not my favorite yeah, yeah.
1: but and it's like no matter how you feel about the guy I've, i mean you, you see a pattern with fernandez yeah. you know it started yeah. really it started with campia uh you saw it with a lot of the hosts and stuff that got all the, in the middle, women, all, the, all, all the women yeah, who got all fired
0: all the female all hosts
1: um then christian harloff you know and now we know that he didn't want to leave you know mm-hmm. so you, you, you i'm really starting to see a real pattern and he's he's gonna drive clutter into the ground um hopefully yep. uh the 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 dot com will survive With Frosty and all them, but the video at least is gonna go, it's, there's no way it's gonna stick around. Like, I just, I, I don't, I just don't see any way, unless he goes and backtracks, but even then, I don't foresee, even if he changes his mind down the road and starts bringing back shows, I don't see the majority of people going back to them because of all this. I don't see fans going back to them. I don't see, uh, talent. Yeah, I don't see talent wanting to go work there again. I just, I don't see it happening.
0: Nope. So with all that in mind, obviously this week we had Roka on twice. Um, I don't know at what point Roka found out that he no longer had a job because he was on, uh, SEN live. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, but he was also on, wasn't he on before the new year? Yeah. I think he, he was. was on, he was on yeah. either Monday or Tuesday, but yeah. that could very well just be because Collider was shut down for the holidays. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, uh today, Friday, we had Riley and Roxy. It was a um, great episode who, today too. Who? Uh, yeah, they were both very professional.
1: They um, were.
0: The Schmobot was very, very kind to them. Uh, very, yeah, it was. Very mean to Collider, but <laughs> I mean, fuck Collider. I'm, yeah. I'm very upset with them. Yeah. Uh,
1: as i've been as I've been tweeting for the last two days hashtag mark fuck Nandez yeah and, and uh, hashtag fuck deep those have been my the things i've been i've been putting out
0: yeah i i'm uh but I, I i the the bright side of this is we did get to essentially see our collider live crew back together yes
1: and christian has decided he has taken back those sound bites,
0: yes. <laughs> and I he, he introduced it as the best show on the YouTube. Yeah, and you I love pointed that. Pointed out. Yeah. Yep. Um, And it was great having Roxy and Riley in there. And as Roxy said, she got there in 12 minutes. Uh Riley is a lot closer to Christian than he is to Burbank. Yeah. Um, I, I think that this is really great for Christian because so many people followed – are going to follow the talent – and they're oh, gonna yeah. follow them over to SEN. uh the schmobot was going freaking crazy today, yes, it was, and I was watching on a delay, so I didn't get to like send in any messages so yeah i wa-
1: I watched it like right before uh I had to go and, and record for uh for after live I finished it at i finished listening to it at like eight ten tonight. Cause, uh and I was listening to it like I was telling you I was listening to it at one and a half speed so that I could get through it all which I do that a lot anyways, but, um, yeah, it was, these schmobots literally there was like several points where it's like three or four in a row. No, no gaps in between and just going crazy. He had to shut it off at just so that they could talk about stuff.
0: Yeah. And, uh, it, it, it's just, it's great to see them all together. So who are you looking forward to of all the people who now have gotten let go who are you looking forward to seeing come on S.E.N. live on a regular basis?
1: Definitely Roxy. Yes. Um, I, I'd love to see her, her on more. Um, I love when Roke is on. Uh, I think, oh, yeah. he, I think he's always fun. Even, you know, Mark, I mean, I, you don't get to hear a lot from him on, um, Collider live. So I'd love to see him come on SEN live and, and really get to talk more and, and express his opinions a bit more. Cause you don't get a lot of that from, from Mark Riley. So, uh, Emma would be great because she's not over there anymore. I'd love to see her come on, but uh, yeah, pretty much any of them really. I'd love really? to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I-, I know te- technically, technically Koi still works f- for Collider cause he's doing comic book shopping, but you know, he, he's not doing heroes anymore and, and I'd love to see him and, or Amy come in. I'd love to see them just start pulling all these people uh, who weren't even necessarily part of uh, Collider live just to get them onto SCN live. Cause both of them have been part of like the schmodown and stuff. So, uh, you know, I'd love to see just different points of view, uh, come in and really help SEN, uh, live grow. Uh, and speaking of, uh, real quick, going real quick back to the collider stuff. Um, I noted, or I, I, I thought about the re, the whole thing about Christian leaving and then starting SEN live. It makes me think that Fernandez has had this in the works for a while, and that's why he had no issue with Christian having essentially the same show at the exact same time.
0: Yeah, I don't think he ever planned to keep Collider live, to be I, honest. I don't either.
1: I think he, was, he knew for a while that he was going to be gutting Collider. He was just trying to work everything out and decide when he was going to do it, and he wasn't going to tell people. And I think that's why he didn't put up any sort of fight about Christian having the same kind of show at the exact same time, pulling people away from Collider, pulling views away, pulling subscribers away from the channel. I, I think, I really I think- I wonder he if he wanted why. the
0: excuse.
1: It wouldn't surprise me because it, um. I'm sure it dropped Collider Live's, uh, views.
0: It after did. After that.
1: So I, I'm sure he's like, yeah, okay, it'll give me an excuse to dump everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I know it did. Um I think there's a lot of people who ditched Collider because they preferred – they followed Christian. Yeah. And um I mean I kept watching both. I would obviously prioritize and Live because yeah. that's what I'm reviewing every week. Hmm. But – I very rarely missed a collider live. I watched Movie Talk sporadically. I still watch For Your Consideration. Um, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. I watched Heroes Sporadically, Jedi Council sporadically. Uh it's just it's very frustrating that instead of trying to reinvigorate some of that stuff and maybe change it up or whatever, he's just like, Nope, we're doing a mass dump. Uh yeah. I don't see them recovering from this. No. Um, no,
1: and I, think... I, I, I said on Twitter, I was like, I, I personally wouldn't be shocked if FYC gets canned after Oscar season. Jeff Snyder disagreed, but he, he, he said something about, you know, places like THR and, and Variety, you know, they they they're sustained throughout the year simply from their Oscar coverage and is able to sustain them. But Collider's is not that kind of a site.
0: Also, it's not, I'm sure it's smart, just one smart show people are running those yeah. outlets. I
1: I do not think that this one show Fyc is going to be the thing that sustains Collider throughout the rest of the year, and I would not be shocked if after after this season is done, that Fyc is gone. Yeah.
0: Well, and I can tell you this much: I uh, I don't know for a fact what was the tipping point that sent John Campia out the door. But you know, like specifically what the one thing was that yeah, I
1: know I know it was like he they 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 cite the thing that they talk about in movies all the time, the creative differences, uh I'm sure it's just something that I feel like it's similar to the Christian situation, except kinda can, can't be wanted out because well, he didn't agree with I think the way that uh Fernandez was gonna run things.
0: I know I, I don't fact- know if that's
1: true, but I that's the way I've always interpreted it.
0: Well, I remember him specifically saying a lot of, um, he didn't want to be the place that's breaking the news. He wanted to be the place that's conversing about the news. And yeah. with the hiring of some people, including Jeff Snyder, it became very apparent that they were going to become scoopers. Yeah. Uh, and that's part of what they've become. Yeah. And then he yeah. left. And I think that that was part of the, I honestly think that that was part of the thing was they were focusing more on breaking the news and less on deep diving into it. Yeah. And, and breaking
1: the news is, is totally fine for the dot com side. I don't have a problem with that, you know, but if, if you're just focusing your, your video stuff on that and then taking, uh, movie talk and moving it like three or four times to different time slots. It's like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: It was never going to be successful because nobody could freaking find it.
1: Exactly. It's yeah. ridiculous. And then all the shenanigans with the podcast feeds, it's like they, they have separate ones, then they don't, then they have separate ones again, then they don't. It's like, he, he doesn't know what he's doing. And it's, it's frustrating.
0: It it's very like, much is. I'm
1: subscribed to these, these podcast feeds. And then they all, like a large portion of them that had their own, all just converged into that Collider Factory one. And there's like fucking 10 shows or something on there. And it's like my feed fills up every week. And I'm like, no, I don't want to watch this or listen to this. I don't want to listen to this. I don't want to listen to this. So I have to like delete a shit ton of them just to find the ones that I want to listen to. And it's ridiculous.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. So um, I'm glad. That Christian did what he did. I'm kind of glad he got pushed out when he did so that he had time to create S.E.N. so that we it, all have gives, a place to go. Yeah, <laughs> and it,
1: it gives some of these talent a place to go to because you know he's yes. going to bring some of them. Even if, you know, he can't hire them on, they'll come into the show and he pays these people. It's not like, you know, they come in for free. He just pay them. Um so you know, they'll be able to get some stuff, you know, being on that show occasionally here and there. So and hopefully he'll do what he had originally planned and that is to expand and make more shows. That's the thing when he first launched Sen, he's like he's gonna have a bunch of shows on here, which he hasn't really done. Um, so I'm hoping like maybe get us a Star Wars show. I know he doesn't really wanna talk Star Wars anymore. He has said that. Like he, he really doesn't want to talk, have a Star Wars show and talk it anymore. And I think that's that mixed with the drive is part of why he's not doing the show with john campia um so i th- I think he should make uh essentially a Jedi council on s e n so yeah, he I, I
0: didn't don't. even have to be on it
1: yeah, look bring Emma in she was already running the show, so bring her, bring Ken over or i mean ken technically he he has his own show, but he was still on you know he was still doing jedi Council so. You know, right, or or just mix it up, get some other people in there who love star wars, you know i I people would watch people are always willing to watch star wars stuff I mean it's just way to
0: yep, well, uh, we will see where all how this this unfolds. I'm sure we'll keep reporting on it, oh yeah, as it keeps going, um, where can everybody find you?
1: Uh you can find me on my personal Twitter. I'm not there a ton, but you can find me at JP Rayner. That's uh J P R A Y N O R. And of course, uh you can find all the stuff that I do at movie Blog blogmerc on Twitter and Instagram, uh at Merck with a movie blog on Facebook and YouTube. And I've been uh Doing, I started, uh, doing more reviews again. I posted one just the other day and I'm going to start doing them more regularly on the actual website. So that's com. So keep an eye out, uh, for all that fun stuff. And I'm hoping to do more, uh, get into some video stuff and, and really fill out the YouTube channel with not just, uh, video versions of the audio. So do some actual video stuff soon.
0: So. Awesome. Well, um, you can find me on Twitter or on Letterboxd at, uh, Kalen Rose 715 That's K-A-L-Y-N-R-O-S-E 715. Um, and don't forget to check out all of our other shows here at, uh, Mark with a Movie Blog. And also, um, I don't know if we've ever gotten any voice messages, but you can send voice messages through Anchor to podcasts. That,
1: I would love it if you guys did that. Yes. I check it. Every time I, I, I upload, I always check the tab to see if anybody's uh, done one. I've not gotten one yet, but it would be fantastic if you did.
0: Yes, it would be awesome. And you can uh, write you know, a little title for it, so you can always tell us which show it's for or what it's about or whatever. And we would absolutely love to listen to anything y'all want to send us, anything y'all want to ask us about. Absolutely. So definitely do that. Um, and check out all of our other content. And we will see y'all next week.